What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin from Cigar Prop, and each and every week we come to you live on the I Tap That Cigar Show on our YouTube channel. We interview someone fun and exciting in the cigar world, and then about a week later, we upload that audio to various podcasting platforms. That's what you're listening to now. We try and cut out a lot of the stuff that won't make sense because you're listening to it instead of watching it. But if something doesn't make sense and you want to watch it, in the description is the link that will take you to our YouTube so you can watch the interview instead of listening to it. But if you want to continue listening to it, thank you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We're talking about me pooping and I didn't get my uh, the opener. Yes, you are What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the I Tap That Cigar Show presented by Corona Cigar. As always, I'm your host, Kevin Shahan, and I'm coming to you live from the Drew Estate Experience Acid Studios here on the sunny Gulf Coast of Florida. Um, joining me, as always, is my co-host, Care Viajante. Hey, Kev. How are you, man? Um, joining me, as always, is... Not too bad. Who's who's playing something? What? Got, was, it, was that you? I was oh, I oh, okay. yeah. yeah, that was uh, I need this being at home for like two months with this knee injury has got my bowels. I need to start eating my raisin bran again. Oh, TMI, and uh, stop. it's uh, it, everybody getting, knows that getting a little bound up. No, no, not bound up. I'm getting you know, it's like a lot of a lot of the uh, uh the, the juicy poops. Okay, really? uh, what do you eat? What do you eat during a day? I, I'm eating everything, uh, a lot of Chef Boy RD. Oh my God! Um, no wonder, dude. Yeah. I, I know. It, there, help me. It, it's I don't that. even know. And, and then I, I like the I, I like the sauce in the Chef Boyardi, so I dip my Pringles like in the sauce is like dip. You I'm know? a ballpark on why you got a little bit of the Hershey squirts right now, Kev. <laughs> yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. can anybody guess? Yeah. You know, wash it down with some castor oil on top of it. <laughs> All right, oh, and joining us as always in the uh, in the uh, the the, uh, uh, the background is a uh, producer Jessica. She'll be managing all the important things while Karen and I have have all the fun. Yeah. She'll be chiming in as as needed. Uh, Jessica is that, and once again we we have on another fantastic guest that I never would have found if it wasn't for Jessica. Jessica hunts down all these boutique cigars. Um, and then they're always great cigars. And then I, I, you know, I go full on nerd trying to do some research. I'm like, oh, my God, that guy is amazing. Or that girl's amazing. We need to get him on the show. So um, thank you, God Jessica, bless. as always. You are uh, Care, what are you smoking tonight? I'm smoking the Warwitch. I'm smoking the Connecticut right now. All right. Right, right on, uh, Jessica. Um, then I'm going to be oh. shifting over to the... Uh, this I, I had to start off with the Connecticut, and uh, I'm a big fan. It's nice. Right on. Which one do you have? Uh, I have the. Uh, uh, I think it's the Connecticut. That's not a Connecticut. 
Is that not the? Uh, no. it, it's dark in here. As much light as it is, is this? This is the box press. Is this the? Uh, they're both boxes. They're all box press. Yeah, they're all. Boxes. Oh, are they? And in a couple yeah. of minutes, you might. You could probably ask. Yeah, I, I would say this is a kinetic. I mean, it's, it's, I don't believe. I, I don't think it's a the Connecticut. It, it almost looks like a Habano. It's not like a super dark Maduro, but it's also not a light yeah. Connecticut. It almost yeah. looks like a Habano. Now, now I can't so, remember. I so I, I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say Connecticut. Them probably la like last month, and uh, I like loved it. I tried to. I was like, Kevin, you really got to check this. Yeah, and then, then I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'm like Warwitch. Who's this from? And she's like Black Star Line. And then Karen mentioned, uh, well, they were at the uh, Ebor City Cigar Heritage yep. Festival. So, uh, um, so much going on, you know. Yeah, but I was running around with my GoPro, not really paying attention, not having fun like you guys. Um, so, all right, well, let's get right into the cigar medics. Uh, a cigar medics humidimeter cut and light because I need to uh, light the cigar. Remember what the cigar medics humidimeter, you'll always know when to hold them. Ooh, know when to hold them and know mm -hmm. when to fold them. Hold them, smoke them. Yeah, there you go. It's my, it's my tummy. It's, um, called, it's called the Dark War Witch, Kev. The Dark yes. War Witch. Yes. So 64% on the cigar medics humidimeter. Absolutely uh, perfect. Um, What's going on with it? What, what else is there? Anybody got going on here tonight? Not much. Anything exciting. Nothing uh, here is it's big. my it's, uh, dad's 70th birthday. Happy yeah, just, birthday. Yeah. My dad, yeah, 70 <clears throat> years old. Wow. Yeah, and he officially retired like, I don't know, a month ago. Really? And, yeah, yeah, we'll see how long and, that no, lasts. And he kept, yeah. you know, an and my dad was always like, no, no, like, I'm, you know, like, he can't not do anything. And no. so now I called him this morning and he was like, do you know what time it is? And I was like, yeah, it's like seven in the morning. He's like, I'm retired. I like to sleep in. And I was like, oh, oh, oh now you're retired. You, you like to sleep in. Just like a couple weeks ago, he was complaining that he didn't want to retire. So now he's like enjoying it, I think. Yeah, so. it'll it'll last a, a short period of time. My dad retired early. They offered him early retirement. He, I think my dad was in his late 50s, early 60s. And uh, he turned 81 in February, and he officially retired, retired last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. I think he'll my mom crazy something's gonna happen I yeah know, they're gonna, they're gonna <laughs> so. be traveling a little bit and i know they're going to um new jersey in april and then they're stopping back on their way back to florida they're gonna stop and uh see graham at fort bragg and uh so and then they're supposed to do a couple other uh traveling trips i don't know if that will last. One, one of them's not coming back yeah, it's just just so, so <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What one of them is is gonna be? I don't even want to say uh, the, the the Gabby Petito, um, no, but that's, uh, that's no. horrible. Don't say stuff like that. Anyway, I can say that because they that, that they live like ten minutes away okay, from us, so I'm allowed to say that. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to be cool. Is that the is that the the uh, zone? I think it is. No. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we got someone waiting in our uh, our green room. So before we bring on our guests tonight, we want to take a moment to thank all of our show partners for making this show happen each and every week. J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars, We Are Jeffrey. Muscle, Excelsior Tobacco, Makers of the Donia Lydia, GTO Cigars, those who know, smoke GTO, uh, Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. All right, so waiting patiently in the Experience Acid Green Room is Atatola Eric, Wimberley Bay from Black Star Line Cigars. I, I like to say everybody's full name. I'm sorry. So 
Yeah, that's funny. You're the first one to ever do that. I like that. Are you? So I I, I heard another interview where they said you were the second best looking Eric on YouTube, but you are the best looking Atatola on YouTube. I guarantee that. So uh... <laughs> you must be talking about Eric from uh, Cigar Dojo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's going he's on, man? How you doing? Too. Yeah, he he's got he's got nice hair. He's got nice. I don't know if All he's right. good looking or not, but he's got nice hair. So I'm, I'm jealous of I'm jealous of that hair. He's got like that when you buy that cap and it's got the fake hair on top, the visor. Oh, yeah. That that's that's the hair he has. That's hair by once. I think they modeled it after him. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the same color and everything. Um, oh, yeah. So, so how, how you doing tonight? Good, good. Glad glad to be on with you all. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for uh, th- thanks for for having us. Which which cigar am I smoking tonight? This is this is the Connecticut, correct? No. I know it's hard to tell. No, it looks like the Corojo ninety nine. That's the dark Warwoods. The dark. Oh, so oh, so I it's a it oh, so it's a Corojo. Yeah. Okay. No, listen, I, Jeff. I, I I thought someone said or like I thought I read it was a Maduro. So that's why I'm like, this is not a Maduro unless he's using a yeah, light no. Maduro. That's why I said no, it kind of looks like 99. a. That's what I said. Kind of looks like a Habano. So yeah, so Corojo. So mm. right on. That that's my jam. Care. I know you. You know. Yeah. You're, another, you're you're a Corojo guy, just like myself. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm smoking the same yeah. one now too. The Dark Woolwich. Yeah. So, all right. So what do you, what about drinking? What do you, what are you pairing pairing tonight with? Today, the the normal pairing I have with Dark Woolwich is Willet Pot Still, but I do not have any Willet Pot Still here with me. So I'm drinking uh, Glenn Farkless. Let me turn this to the camera. See, Glenn Farkless 105. So that's what, what I'm pairing that, it with today. Is that a whiskey, a bourbon? What is it? Scotch whiskey. It's scotch. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, scotch. what a what a what a yeah, wow. bottle. Yeah. yeah. That that bottle yeah, is yeah. bad badass. Like, you know, all yeah, yeah. Vint, vintage-y and everything else. So it's so 105 proof, got some good notes to it. You know? <laughs> that's what I was yeah, gonna say. Yeah. Scotch d- d- does it does it? Can you taste any notes with it with 105 proof? <laughs> God. <laughs> Clean the palate, buddy. They'll clean the palate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I like, my, I like my whiskeys a little hotter. So, you know, you want to drink bourbons, it's, it's 100 and up or scotch, 100 and up. So, I, I, li- mm-hmm. I like I like my rums with Diet Coke. Um, so, that's, a, that's, a, yeah, that, that's that, that, that is that is me right there. Uh, yeah, I don't but, really drink rum. It's, it's a little too sweet for me. So, yeah, I, uh, I like I like the yeah I I, I definitely love the uh, uh, the the sweetness. If I if I'm not having a, a rum, I'm usually having a Dr Pepper or a uh, root beer, you know. So I, I, I like to, I I get a little bit more of the sweeter drinks. Cares into the other uh, bourbons or the scotches, you know. Yeah, all the good mm-hmm. high uh, uh, high uh, high content browns are all delicious. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and water. Yeah, and and yeah. And, and and the and the delicious water. So, oh, all right, so we, we, yeah, oh, yeah, you do. So, so, we got a lot to get into tonight, and uh, um, I didn't know where I said I, I have I, uh, seven pages of notes here. We got to go over here tonight, Eric. So, uh, you got to be on your <laughs> game do tonight. So, um, no, I, I, I honestly had no idea where to start, and I told Care these notes we're probably going to be back and forth all over the place because you're actually you're you're an exciting individual. You've got two MBAs, right. you're a retired Chicago firefighter. Um, Last I heard, you're either in the process of becoming an attorney, or you're, or you're, or you're now an attorney or lawyer. 
Um, you, you, you own a cigar company that's only been in business for two years, five months, and ten days. I did the math. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're friends with some of the biggest names in the industry. Jonathan Drew, Terrence Riley, Skip Martin, Pete Johnson. Um, mm -hmm. So we're going to dive off with your name. Um, that's really, I mean, that that's like, I'm like, just ask him about his name. Um, Atatola, is that, am I saying it right? Is that a family name? Yeah, Atatola. Yeah, so it's a Nigerian name. Uh, actually, okay. my birth name, my birth name is, and that's why the name is so long, because I still put my birth name in there. So my birth name is Eric Wimberly. So that's where I was born. But I it, eventually I changed my name. I changed my name maybe 10 years ago, so I could reflect my ancestors. So now, Atatola is, is a Nigerian name that means the crown begets wealth. So that's why a lot of times you always see me always have a hat on because that's my crown. So oh, okay, it's like I always like I'm always a king. I always have a hat on. I always have the crown on. So, um, so it, it means the crown begets wealth. And uh, Bay actually is a surname that means uh, king as well. So it's a Moorish Moorish last name. Oh, right, right mm -hmm. on. And 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 you've got it when you when when you start off any business like like Care and I, we all have a look. I mean. You better love that hat because in about two years you try and take that hat off, you know, and, and, and it's like Mickey, Mickey Peg from, uh, like I said, uh, yeah, uh, he, for 20 years he wore a bow tie. And then like a year yeah. ago he stopped wearing a bow tie and that's freaking people out, you know, that Mickey mm -hmm. doesn't, that doesn't have a bow tie. So, you know, like some said, people God. don't recognize me unless I had a hat on. Oh, yeah. So, same with, uh, uh, like, uh, I'll, I'll have a, and it's rare that you'll ever see a picture of me online, uh, but it's usually a candid one without a hat and sunglasses. And people won't, you know, they'll wait until I get tagged in it. And they're like, oh my God, I was scrolling and saw this. I didn't even know it was you. And I'm like, how, how do you not know? You know, but yeah. <laughs> yeah so so that, that's it. So if I wanted to, if I wanted to go to like PCA or something and be like incognito, not shave my beard, I would just take my hat and glasses off. Right. Yeah, just don't wear the hat. You'll be just fine. That, that's it. <laughs> wear, wear long sleeve shirts, you know, to cover up my tattoos. Maybe don't wear your cigar prop shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. May, maybe not wear a cigar prop shirt. So. Good one, Jess. But 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 that's it. Cares known for his, you know, hat and glasses. He's always he's always had a hat on. So gotta mm -hmm. gotta love the. Uh... That's because I don't like come with my hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always easier just to wear a hat. Yeah. So it, it, plus yeah, you can go makes long it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. go long long time between haircuts as well. Oh yeah. Um yeah. true. Another so, reason why I had the hat on yeah. is um I ended up I was going to Champaign where I went to school at in, in Champaign, Illinois. Yeah. Uh for one of my fraternity's events. And my barber was out of town. So I went to my buddy's barber and he he jacked my hair my hair up. So I haven't had a haircut in like uh three weeks because I'm trying to let it grow back in. So, you know, he messed my lining up and everything. So that's what, another what, reason why I'm covering what, it up. What, we we are grown ass man. We know not to go to a new barber. I mean, that's just Yeah. Well, uh, I was desperate. I I've been there, I said, and it's just like, oh son of a, you know, and then you have to mm -hmm. get in. Luckily, I just started shaving my head years ago, so I'm I'm done with that. But yeah, it's uh, you just know you get that barber, and then and then you're always worried about you know what your old barber's gonna think if he catches you out. You know, it's like like catching you with another girl or something, and it's too right, it's right. it's too it's too much pressure. You know, same with like right. tattoo artists. You know, it just mm. you, you get you know uh, you get one good artist, you get one good barber, and then that's oh, that's yeah. It. So. Let's start off uh, with your cigar story. Um, your uh, um, uh, before we get into your careers and everything else, 
where where did uh, where did you pick up cigars? What or who got you into the uh, the the world? Um, I was I started smoking on a regular basis at the firehouse. So I'm a retired Chicago firefighter. And I started smoking there, and uh, that's when I really I've smoked a little bit here and there over the years, but nothing really amounts to anything. But when I started smoking on a consistent basis was uh, at work and then <laughs> back here at the house. So um, that's why I grew my love of the leaf. And um, that's what prompted me to want to, uh, you know, enter into, into, into the industry and, uh, you know, see what I could do by starting a brand new business from scratch. So, mm-hmm. so, so how old started- so, so you were a, a late cigar smoker then? Because when, when did you join the, uh, the fire department? How old were you? Um, I was on the job seven years when I when I retired. So I, I was thirty seven when I started uh, at the firehouse, and I'm forty five now. So. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah. so a, a late a late cigar smoker, and then even you know just a, a late in life of starting a a business. But like I said, I I, I just turned forty four, you know, last year, and we just you know on top of all this, we started a, a, a small cigar company as well. So. And same with mm-hmm. care, care, care. How old, how old were you when uh, you started uh, Stogie Road Cigars? Uh, it was like three, four years ago. I mean, it's yeah, about four okay. years ago. So I was late forties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's definitely a lot more open now. It's not none of this. You you had to be the, the 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 your cousin, grandfather, great grandfather. You know, it's just a, definitely easier getting in than than it used to be. You know, right. just, uh, just the, the doors are a lot a lot more open. Um, but you said you're a retired firefighter, um, but I, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned earlier uh, you you have a, a, a couple of MBAs. You got an MBA in public health and another in business administration. You have a bachelor's, in, yeah, or oh, mm-hmm. a finance. Oh, I got my yes, MBA in finance. Okay, so mm-hmm. someone someone gave me some wrong info. Uh, you have a BA in healthcare administration. Is that correct? Yep. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but but you you become a firefighter and now you're at a cigar. So when you were going. You know, to, to college, where did you see your your uh, your career going? Initially, I wanted to run a hospital, and that's why I have the MBAs in finance as well as in public health. You know, because those are the two good master's degrees to have if you want to be a hospital administrator and run run a whole hospital. So that's initially what I wanted to do, and um, I ended up getting, uh, leaving college. So I finished the degree, and I ended up working for Chase as a licensed banker. So uh, I had a Series 6, a 63, and life insurance. I used to sell all kinds of financial products and uh, checking accounts and that type of thing in the branches at Chase. So when I got my MBA in finance, I was I had anticipations of going to the investment bank. I was actually trying to go to Singapore and go work over there. But Chase told me that my MBA didn't mean anything. And I was like, oh, it means something. It means I'm going to go get another job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I left the bank and I became a pharmaceutical sales rep with Eli Lilly. So I was in the diabetes division. So I was there for a few years. Um, my contract, I had a contract at first. And I was one of the top sales reps in the diabetes division in the south suburbs of Chicago. So they ended the contract early, but they offered me a full-time position, but the full-time position was in a totally different division. And it was like in a totally different area than I was working in. So I was in the osteo, I switched from diabetes to the osteoporosis division and I hated it. So I was just like, well, what do you want to do now? So I was like, well, you know, as a kid, I had aspirations. I wanted to be a lawyer. And that's when I, I ended up moving back because I was all the way up in, uh, in Schaumburg. That's, I don't know if you heard of the Byron Lounge up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, that Casa de Monte Cristo built, but that's where the Byron is. So I was living up in that area. So I moved back to Chicago and uh, went to John Marshall Law School. 
I was halfway through law school and the, and the fire department uh, contacted me because I had took the test back in 2006. But it had been so long since I took it, I was I almost forgot I had taken the test. And they sent <laughs> they they sent the request for me to come to the academy to my parents' house, and I hadn't lived there in years. So that lets you know like how long it had been. So I made I had to make a decision. <clears throat> I was like, hey, you know, the age cutoff for uh, the fire department in Chicago is 38, and at the time I was 37. So it was either take the job or never take the job. And in Chicago, the firefighter is like one of the hottest jobs in the city. Like it's when the, when they offer that test, it's literally thousands of people all over the nation that come to Chicago to take this test. Really? And if you get yeah, if you get picked to become a firefighter here in Chicago, it's like hitting the lottery because it's just that many people that take that test, and it takes them a really long time to go through all the tests and determine who they're going to pick, and so on and so forth. So I hit the lottery, and I was like, hey, it's a lot of broke lawyers out here, but I've never seen a broke firefighter, not in Chicago. So I decided yeah. to leave law school and I, and I went to the academy and I, I never went back to law school. Oh, wow. So it's a, um, it, after all those years, there, there was still going through, you know, the applications, you know, it's just like, uh, how, how strange is that? Like, like there weren't more, like a ton of qualified people, you know, mm -hmm. on, on deck right away. That that's a, uh, well, it was part of it. There was a couple of lawsuits that went through too. So oh, that yeah. held up any kind, of, <laughs> any kind of intake into the fire department, the lawsuits. And, and so once they squared those lawsuits away, then they were able to start bringing in more firefighters. And then that's when I came. I probably would have been on the job much earlier than that if, uh, oh, gross, it's a spider crawling on my iPad. Um, <laughs> I, I hate spiders. Um, so, uh, yeah, I probably would have been on much sooner than that, but the lawsuits held it up, so. So it's fine. I, 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 you know, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. So I got on when I was supposed to get on. All oh, right, right on. You mentioned Eli Lilly. Uh, Care did, did was it you that I was talking to that used to work for Eli Lilly? No, I uh, I started off with Smith Klein Beach and many many moons okay. ago, back mm -hmm. when it was still Smith Klein Beach. <laughs> yeah, and then, it was a great uh, job. Yeah, I liked farm. I did pharmaceuticals for about fifteen years. Uh, wow. Yeah. You know, I worked at bigger farming and I got into some of the smaller pharmaceuticals and mid range because some of those bigger companies, they just, it was just, you'd go to a meeting and it would be held at like the, at, you know, at, at a forum or a convention center and yeah. you were just, a, a you know, lost in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that job. I, I would work three or four hours a day and dress nice and go flirt with the nurses and then go home. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're a far better looking man than I did, so than I am. So I, 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 I did not flirt. I could not. <laughs> He's flirting with the secretaries, you know, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So, so how 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 busy is your as your uh, was your firehouse when when you were uh, uh, I mean, where you were on like I mean, I I know you hear stories like Chicago, New York. It's like everybody wants to belong to this prestigious house or this one. Um, yeah. Were you you know were you like in the one that everybody wanted to go in or? Um, yes and no, because the, uh, the house that I worked in was really old and dilapidated. Like it, it still had the poles in the house that lets you know how old it is. So the house had to easily been close to a hundred years old because the newer houses don't have poles in them. So that would be the only determinant for people to want to go work while I was working at. Cause a lot of people didn't like the house. It was like I said, it was old and dirty, but yeah. as far as work, yeah, if you wanted to work, yeah, you, you would work at my house because we went to a lot of fires. Uh, we uh, It's an area just east of here called Rosalind. 
and I caught a lot of fires over there, like at least one or two a day, you know. Oh, so, wow, yeah, it just burns. It burns like crazy over there. So, um, yeah, it's a great house. Um, I miss those guys every day, but I, physically, I, I can't. I can't put a hundred pounds worth of stuff on and, and go work and, and be on somebody's roof in the middle of the winter, cutting a hole in their roof. So, cause yeah. I, I tore the labrum in my hip and, and I herniated a, a disc in my lower back at the same time. So I was kind of messed up for a while. And uh, mm. it was actually so bad that it took me, I had to go through four doctors to find one that was comfortable enough to repair my labrum. So that's wow. how bad it was torn. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I miss, I miss the guys every day. Uh, I, I miss, you know, the service to the city. And helping people because that, that's why I, I like to help people and um you know so I, I i talk there i talk to my guys every day see what's going on and what's happening at the firehouse but you know that's that's their path now my, my path with the fire department has, has ended so yeah you know i i've got i've got a ton of friends that are cops a ton of friends that are firefighters when cops retire for the most part they're done they want to walk away They'll keep a few friends, but they're done. Firefighters cannot walk away from, from the job. And I think I told a story, you know, a, a while ago, um, uh, a friend of mine, he used to work out at the gym that, that I used to work out at in a firefighter. Yeah. And he was, I, I think he once said he was in his mid forties uh, when he had an accident, uh, uh, fell through the roof and he lost his leg from the knee down Ooh. and um, he wanted to go back. And uh, um, they, they sent him all the way back through the Academy again. He passed. And, um, mm. To this day, he's still, and that's going back ten years. He's got to be, he's got mid fifties now, and um, uh, still, still a firefighter right. with a, a prosthetic leg. And but just telling, just hearing the stories, like I, okay. I just, I couldn't let it go. He's like, it's just, it's just such yeah. a, you know, a, a bond with this smaller group of guys that you know. He, he always said he felt like he was going to let them down, you know, if he if yeah. he retired, if he, if he you know went. So firefighters, yeah, they, for, they forced me into yeah. retirement. So I, yeah. I did that. That wasn't my choice. That was the city's choice. They said it was taking me too long to get back. So they put me on duty disability. I collect 75% of my pension and now I'm just here smoking cigars. <laughs> oh yeah. That that's, that's the, the police department too. Fr friends of mine, like the smallest accident now, like the smallest they, they try and force mm -hmm. you out as fast as just get out. Let's get, you know, especially some of the older guys, you know, it's like, let's yeah. get the, let's get the newer guys in. It's going to be mm -hmm. cheap, cheaper to pay them cheaper for the pension cheaper on yeah. anything else and just get the uh get, get the old guys out still still a little warm in there for you uh, it's starting it, to cool off a little bit so oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> i got a remote control for my heater so i just sit here and adjust it so i'm comfortable yeah it was starting to get a little chilly in here i was like yeah. oh man let me turn this bad boy up. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> start to seeing the uh the, the the smoke care what do you got the uh, the temperature up there in south carolina tonight uh, i was in the 70s today so tonight is probably in the 60s it's a real nice day you know, it's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's green a little bit today. No, you got to turn yeah, down the uh, heat a little bit, so you're creating enough heat for those spiders to come out and, so, and try and ca ca get some warmth. I know, right? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, thirty-six degrees here now. So. Uh, we're we're waiting on that one. You know, uh, that that one moment we can clip out where uh, uh, some you know a guest gets freaked out over a spider or a rat or something, so I can just film that like. Over and over and over, and then never let them live that down. So, uh, uh, I can imagine a spider j jumping out at you, freaking out. Uh, Not tonight, you know, Kev. Right. Yeah, Kev cool. I know you because if you have friends like me, like I said, if you have friends like me, they would record that and send that to me every day. Like, hey, remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like, yeah, it was yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I'll never let you forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah never I'm, let you forget. <laughs> never. That's a good friend, right there. That's a good, mm -hmm. that's a good friend. 
<laughs> so I, I had read, you know, um, a Black Star Line. Basically, mm. you're sit, you're sitting in your garage smoking a cigar one day. Came up with yep. the idea of starting a cigar company. Um, were you still working at the fire department when you had that epiphany, or had you already retired? No, I was still working there. Oh, so yeah, you're still, working, still working there. there. Mm-hmm. All right, so, yeah, so 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 you were like Care and I and everybody watching. You're in your garage smoking a cigar. And be like, I can do this. Like I like. Why don't yeah, I have a company? Much. You know, you know. And yeah, Care and I much. have done. Care and I have done it. So I mean, I, honestly, really, anybody, you know, like, if you want to try it, you know, if you got some money, you want to throw away, uh, definitely yeah. try out <laughs> opening. Yeah, yeah. We can all laugh at that because yeah. we know. Uh, yeah, we we know what it yeah. takes. Um. So oh, yeah. so so you call so you call your buddy Derek Bell. Um. Mm-hmm. And, hey, like, how did that conversation go? Like with with, with I was Derek. Just simple, like, I was like, hey, man, because I've known Derek since she, we were grade school. He's a little bit older than me, but, you know, I'm, I'm friends with his younger brother, too. So I just he he he's the one that, like, really, like, got me going smoking outside of the firehouse. So I just called him and I was because I knew he loved cigars. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I, I got an idea. And he was like, what's that? I was like, hey, man, you want to uh, you want to start a cigar company with me? He was immediately was like, hell, yeah, let's, let's do it. <laughs> so. We started networking at uh, Drew Estate Events, and uh, at the time, you know, uh, JD's whiskey and rum and all that stuff was out. So he was coming to Chicago actually a lot because it's, it's Benny's is here. So yeah. he would come and do you know uh, tastings and stuff like that at Benny's just to promote his 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 liquor line. So every time he came, you know, whether it's at Benny's or was at Casa Casa de Monte Cristo when he releases the UF four for uh, Halloween, you know, we would go see him. Yeah. So. We uh, told him what we were trying to do. And he was like, okay. You know, uh, he was like, you know, who are you trying to look at for factories? And at the time, I really didn't know who to look at. So he was like, hey, have you talked to El Titan Bronze and down in Miami? And I was like, nah, I haven't. So we started calling Sandy. And Sandy wasn't in the in the factory because uh, her mother was sick. So calling, calling, calling. And I think the, the, the young lady that was answering the phone at the time, I think her name was Kitty or something like that. But she ended up leaving the factory. So we kept calling and calling, wouldn't get any luck because Sandy wasn't there. So then I was like, hey, I'm going to send some flowers down there to uh, just to wish the family well, wish her mother uh, blessings and good and, and for her health to return sooner than later. Still didn't hear anything. So waited maybe another month and a half, two months. And then I was in the house and I just got this feeling like, hey, you need to call right now. So I got Derek on the phone. We called three ways. Turns out Kitty was gone and Giselle answers the phone. So we asked for Sandy and Giselle was like, yeah, she's right here. Hands the phone over to her. So then Sandy, uh, we told Sandy who we were and she was like, wait a minute. She was like, you were the nice guys that sent me those flowers a couple months back, right? And we were like, yeah, that, that's us. And she said, oh, I'm going to do those blends for you. She was like, you all know how to treat a woman. <laughs> and, uh, and, we, and I would do these blends for you. So Sandy gave birth to, to Black Star Line cigars. So my first two blends came out of LT and they bronze it. You know, and, and what a, and what a great place. Uh, uh, Jessica and I had the pleasure of meeting our our, our good buddy Craig Vanderslice, uh, cigar Craig down there, and uh, mm-hmm. we actually circled the block like three times because we kept seeing this building that said LT and De bronze. And uh, and then Je- Jessica would be like, I think that's it. And I'm like, No, we're looking for a factory. Um, yeah. uh, that can't be it. That must, that, that must, that yeah, must, small. that must be the office. And then, so we walked in and there was like 
and at that time, I don't know what was going on. They had it partitioned off or something. So there was only two rollers that day. And I'm like, mm. well, they had people in the back. Yeah. And they're like, this is, this is a factory, you know? And then it was yeah. Sandy that, that came out yeah. and gave us uh, the tour and, she was all proud, showing pictures of the Willie and, ah, and, and everything. And then took, took us about, and at that time, her mom was actually uh, um, uh, putting cigars in boxes and working. Yeah. Right there. And I'm know. like, I'm like, this woman's 105 years old. You know, it's just like, you know, and she, Every, I mean, everybody works at El Titan. <laughs> everybody. And then, so we were, we were picking up some cigars, and then uh, um, um, she, she gave uh, 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 Craig and I a couple of cigars, and they're, and they're called My Way. Uh, and uh, she goes, yeah. I want you to smoke these. And uh, and uh, she goes, if you talk to Willie, don't let Willie tell you these are his cigars. These are my cigars. I blended these. And she's like, <laughs> Willie likes to take credit for these cigars. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, mm -hmm. um, what what a sweet lady. How often do you get down there? Um, I haven't been in a couple of years uh, before COVID was the last time I went. OK, so um, I probably will be going down there sometime soon. Uh, I do have a. I have a new blend coming out through El Titan and Brown, so uh, I'll be going down there, hang out with Willie and and uh, see Sandy. So yeah, okay. I'll be going down there soon. But it's, it's been a couple of years though. Okay, so I I I know you'll 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 probably forget, and that's okay. But if you if you if you remember when you're down there, let me know that you're down there. Okay. Sandy's got some, and I can't say I'm mean, I can't say it on air. Um, Sandy's got some cigars in the cool room that that I need to get my hands on. <laughs> Um, like, 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 like they've, like they've been there for, for 15 years. Like, like, okay. like the, like the, the, the company like is no longer in business anymore and she mm -hmm. won't get rid of the cigars. Like they're still sitting there and, uh, cause, mm -hmm. cause she, we were touring it and Craig looks over and he's like, what are these? And then I'm like, oh my God, what are those? And then she's like, yeah, they just, they never picked them up. Like, can we have them? <laughs> you know, and uh, so I, I, I messaged Willie once, and then uh, uh, mm -hmm. Willie's like, "Hey, I'm heading over there tomorrow. I'm, I'm gonna grab a couple of those." Yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, "For yourself, you jerk!" You know, so Willie probably took them all. So uh, right, 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 right. I wouldn't but, trust yeah. that request, Eric. It sounds like Kevin's gonna use you as a distraction. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. Get those I'll tell, I'll tell you what they are, and uh, like I said, and you're, and you're gonna want to smoke them. I offer to buy them yeah. you know with sandy just uh but that's just her you know that, that's her meant to know those are you know those are someone's cigars you know that's never gonna pick them up so they're gonna sit on that that shelf until willie smokes them all or until you uh but yeah i'll, I'll tell you where they're at too so i know right okay. i still remember it's been like four years i still remember exactly what shelf they're mm -hmm. at so you know kind of like a tom cruise thing when i drop in one mm -hmm. night i just know right mm -hmm. where they're at just pick them up and scooch uh scooch away <laughs> so uh there you go so so derek we, we don't see him a lot in the in the social media so um uh so are you pretty much the face because i i because derek's a lot yeah he's yeah. very ugly he's got some big ears i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna lie <laughs> um but uh uh they stick out his hat but uh, uh he's now he's a lawyer in chicago uh correct who Derek? no no no, no? no. he uh he works at a hotel he works at a hotel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I got. I got. Some, I got. I got some. There. 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 There is. It a, sort of uh, looks like. Um, Kevin's insistent on there's a lawyer in somewhere in the mix. There's a lawyer it's somewhere. A, I, I'm. I'm telling you, there. You know, there. There is a. There is a lawyer, Derek Bell, in Chicago, an attorney, that looks just like your boy. So it's a. Uh, so you remember that old movie Mac and Me? Yeah. yeah. Mac, Mac and Me. 
Yeah. He looks like the, the alien. Well, yeah, he looks wrong. like the alien. Oh, oh, oh no. The, the, <laughs> the, the alien. The, 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 you know the like, with the, with the oh, head and the ears. Oh, my them, them God. I, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't. You shouldn't have told me. I can't look I can't look at him. I can't, I can't look at him the, uh, the, the, the same. So, so what are your, so what are your roles? Like when you, when you started the company, um, was, you know, were you going to be the face and he was going to do the books blending, or do you guys really try and do a little bit of everything together? A little bit of everything together. Yeah. yeah. Um, he initially was a partner and then that didn't work out very well. So he, uh, I am the sole owner of black star lines. Oh, okay. And, um, and he's, he works, still works with me. He, Right now, he's he has some personal issues going on, so he's just posting for me and reposting uh, pictures that I that I put up. So uh, he's still around. He's just handling his personal business, so he can come back and work with us more, like he used to. Okay, yeah. One one day he'll regret it when you're rich and famous and be like, ah, I was a part of that, you know. So. <laughs> I, so uh, um, when you guys were, you, you talked to JD, so you went and uh, talked to Sandy and then what was your, mm. you know, what was your step after that? So you're waiting for Sandy to, to, to make some cigars for you or during that time, was it um, yeah. um, <clears throat> taking trips to other factories, looking at mm. tobacco and fields, coming up with a business plan, a business name? What were kind of some of those steps you were taking, you know, for anybody listening that, that you know, thinking about starting a company as well? So we already had the name Black Star Lines that we knew we wanted to name the company that uh, once we solidified what factory we wanted to work with, because that was most important to us, where, who are we working with? Once we got LT and De Bronze, I was, you know, I, I had no need to look for anybody else at that time uh, because, that, you know, LT is, is, a, is a historic factory. A lot of great companies come out of there. So I knew I was in good hands, you know. Uh, so we rolled with LT um, all the way up until uh, Sean Williams came here uh, to Chicago. So Sean Williams is my mentor from Cohiba. And um, he was in Chicago at a lounge doing the event. So I went to talk to him and, you know, we're just at the table smoking and talking. And he's like, man, what do you want to do with Black Star Line? So I said, you know, I love El Tito de Bronze, but due to the fact I'm buying tobacco in America, the tobacco is higher, you know? So oh, yeah. I was like, I, mm -hmm. I need to get the price down, you know? I was like, do a fantastic job, but, it, you know, it's expensive. So he was like, man, what do you want to do? You want to work with Placencia, Agonorsa, and a bunch of places. So I was like, you know, I'm a big fan of Kyle and Warp and what he did with LT and what he does with Agonorsa and how he goes back and forth. So I was like, hey, if the formula works for him, why can't it work for me? So I told him, I was like, hey, I want to, uh, I want to work with uh, Agonorsa. So Sean was like, all right, give me a day or so, I'll get back to you. He, he called me the next day and said, hey, I talked to Terrence Riley personally for you. He's waiting for you to call him, man. He's ready. He's ready to do the blend for you through Agonorsa. So that's what gave birth to Warwich. So when I called Terrence, he, he was like, he was like, man, you know, what, you know, what do you, what do you want to do? So I sent him two blends. One was Warwich. Another one was the blend I probably would never release because I didn't like it. And uh, the the way the Connecticut Warwich is now is the way it was from sample more. Like I didn't have to change anything to it. Nothing about the strength or the notes or anything like it was it was in my eyes it was perfect from inception and i knew it was something special and i was like oh yeah i gotta bring this 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 cigar to the market because it's a it's a fantastic blend and then it turned out that it, it it's the driver war which is the driver for for black star line it's our number one seller um that's the one uh people love the other blends as well but most people will talk about war which first and foremost and then they'll talk about the other blends too so, Ke Kevin but that's how question. I got hooked up with Agonor. 
Sorry, right. Eric. Uh, I just had a question because I, I I let off tonight before we hopped on with that cigar the, mm-hmm. with the Connecticut, <laughs> and it has got I mean a lot of flavor to it, and 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 surprisingly, uh, the the peppery uh, nuttiness uh, of of the blend yep. just really bounces out well. Yeah, absolutely flawless yeah. flawless construction. So, but but when when you, when you were working on on like when you had the concept of the company and you wanted to you know to uh, to come out with your first cigars, did you have an idea of what kind of tobacco you wanted to work with and blends and how you wanted all that to kind of come together with your first couple of cigars that you released? Because as you said, when you release your first cigar, that's no matter what cigars you release afterwards, that's always going to be your baby because that's the one that you really you know you learn from. Right. So, were, yeah. did you go through any process of, of, of working with tobaccos or, or doing any type of research on what tobaccos you wanted um, in the blend in order to get the flavor that you were looking for? Well, that's, you know, I haven't been smoking that long, maybe seven years or so, a little under seven years. So, you know, when I'm, and I, I learned tobacco very fast because <laughs> I will be smoking a cigar and I either be reading about that cigar and what tobaccos are in it, or I will be reading about another one. So I was trying to catch up, you know, with with people that have been smoking for decades, you know, because I, I haven't. But, you know, and then another thing that I did was I, I never smoked the same cigar. I will always smoke a bunch of different cigars and get the taste from different tobaccos, different blends, what different companies are doing. And I use all of that to, to for the basis for me to put together the blends with, with El Teton. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know exactly what tobaccos I wanted to use with El Teton. I told her like what type of notes I was looking for, the strength and what body I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And then they put the they put the blends together for me. So that's where the first two blends came from. Um as a matter of fact, when they first the first samples that, that Sandy sent me, they they weren't strong enough. So I called her and I was like, Hey Sandy, I was like, these I was like the, the flavor profile on these are, are fantastic. I was like, it just doesn't it doesn't have enough strength to it. Right. So she was like, ah, my suerte. I was like, oh yeah, baby, I need it stronger. So, <laughs> <laughs> I need it stronger. So she she put some more, they put some more Lee in them, send me the samples back, and then that's those were the first two blends that we uh that we put out. Um so I didn't tell her the particular tobaccos for those two blends, but from Warwich on. I, I give specific instructions on what tobaccos I want to use because I knew the characteristics that I was yeah. looking for and that type of thing. So now, now I imagine like, like care, you know, I, I don't agree, disagree, but um, I, I imagine like some cigar factories that they probably find it refreshing to work with somebody a little bit newer, like, you know, especially to the cigar game because, you know, like care, I mean, I, you, you're, you're one. You're one of those cigar nerds that you know. You you want this, 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 and this, and you 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 have a, a specific way you want the cigar made. Um, and I know a lot of a lot of people getting into the industry that have been smoking for thirty years that are like that. But yeah. to get someone new and like just open to new ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, right that's factory, what I was looking right? for to do something different. Yeah. yeah. What's that, care? So. I was going to say, Erica. It sounds like his experience with El Titan de Bronze was it, it's that great experience with a with a factory that wants to work with someone new, you know? Because yeah. there's there, I, I, you know, you you go to whether it's Nicaragua or, um, or anywhere, Honduras, uh, you know, mm-hmm. you do have a lot of factories out there that yeah. will not treat you well, you know, or or they'll yeah. they'll they'll. they'll 
they'll say that they're going to give you one thing and they give you another. And when you right. do work with a good, reputable a factory that really, like Eric says, you know, it, you, you learn, you know, you're not only telling them what profile you're looking for, but you're learning from them. And they're excited about putting a blend together for someone new. Um, oh, yeah. And when you have that perfect combination, you, you definitely can be successful. Yeah. As far as I know, we're the last uh, startup company that LT and the browser is going to deal with. Sandy told me this. She was like, I'm not taking anybody new. Uh, you know, it's so small. I, I was just going to mention that, like, in, in like the people watching tonight and, and listening on the podcast. And, and I hate using the word luck. Um, because I, I know Eric put in a, a lot of work, but to work with Agonorsa and El Titan de Bronze, that's like, I mean, that doesn't happen. Like they don't take new people. I mean, Agonorsa, right. especially since Terrence Riley came on board, they've blown up with Elder Blends. Um, yeah. To, to mm-hmm. get in Agonorsa, um, easier than El Titan de Bronze, but definitely mm-hmm. not not very easy. But to, to get in with Sandy, um, I, I don't think, I mean, I don't think the flowers thing, you're going to have to go above and beyond now flowers, chocolates, <laughs> uh, you know, everything. Cause like, so they, they, you know, yeah. but, I, but, but I didn't know that she had pulled the plug on, you know, new, you know, cause I saw, like you said, they're small, you know, they can yeah. only roll, you know, so many, so many yeah. cigars. You well, know? that's the reason why I moved all production to Agonorsa. So the original two blends, I moved them to Agonorsa because at one point the whole factory at LT even had caught COVID. From Sandy holding down all the rollers, everybody. So they were closed for like two months. And when they opened back up, Sandy was like, hey, I, I can get you some cigars, but it's not going to be as many as you want. Yeah. And I was, I was growing. So I can't have a regular production cigar in limited edition quantities. You know, yeah. so I talked to Terrence and he was like, hey, he was like, tell me what the blend is and then send me the samples and he sent me send some cigars down there. And he was like, we'll see what we can do with them. And they, they successfully replicated those blends with all Aganorsa tobacco. And uh, they came out very, very good. Uh, the red, the, the the red and black band is almost identical, and then the uh, blue and black band, in my opinion, is is a little bit better than the original version. So, all right. So, so L Titan's not making anything for you now. Not right now. I, I oh, okay. Do have uh, it, there is a cigar that's coming from them. Uh, I just have to give them some some coins to start rolling them but uh <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do i do have uh samples from them right now and uh you know how that goes what's yeah, that jess it's there, uh there was a comment about this cigar and we're, we're gonna get into that in just one moment oh, so uh, uh the cigars but uh, um and and what a lot of people don't know um uh and it's not really a secret but it is kind of a secret about el titan to bronze when you go when you buy a box of cigars from down there uh, if you flip it over, the box is uh, actually signed by the roller. Um, mm-hmm. the, sa- the same roller put, uh, only does that box. So they don't go in the wheels and they don't get yeah. like color sorted. So if you actually have, like you can call to El Titan to Bronze, like I want a box of, but I want it. I want Miranda to, to roll that box. And uh, because yeah. she's my favorite roller, you can actually specify the roller and then you can actually get, you know, a box of those cigars because yeah. every box is rolled by one, you know, one roller. Yeah. So like, uh, I, I, when, Dennis, she, when she told uh, me that she rolled a lot yeah. of my stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love that because there's not I, 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 you know, I don't know for sure, but I can probably say there's not another company out there that you can request, you know, a, yeah. a roller to, to yeah. roll your cigars. Yeah. So, Great factory. 
Great, great factory. Um, now you you had mentioned, like I said, you know, uh, you, you you came up with the name, and uh, I want to go over like the uh, the the logo. It's a very you know. So here's the logo. What is the mm -hmm. meaning? Because because I I I you know doing like the the, the research for the show, I don't know uh, uh, the meaning of the logo. I, I had heard the story of what the name is. So can you tell yeah. everybody like what the name of the company, where that's from, and then uh, um, anything specific about that logo? Yeah, of course. So Black Star Line is Marcus Garvey's shipping company. So his idea was he wanted to ship goods and people back to Africa, but he was buying dilapidated <laughs> ships at the time. So the ships couldn't make that voyage all the way to Ghana or wherever he was trying to go. So he only did trading in, uh, in the islands, uh, Turks and Caicos, Bahamas, Jamaica, that type of thing. So the Black Star Line is actually a spinoff of the White Star Line, which was the uh, company that uh, built the Titanic. Oh. So it's a complete historical name, you know, from the Titanic all the way down to mm -hmm. to when Marcus Garvey spun the name off from White Star Line to Black Star Line. Um, the symbol that I use in there is an African symbol that's used to open roads. So I thought that would be a good symbol to represent the company because I was trying to open the roads for the company to be very successful. So that's why I use that. Right on, and 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 actually, and that I took my name um, um, as in our, our corporate name is the Emerald Isle Trading Company. We have Irish roots, and it was a, a take on the East India Trading Company. The same thing, you know, Ireland, tra you know, trading with the world. So, um, yeah. so I, I I I love the the history and and Stogie Road cigars care for people that may not know. You know, uh, uh, the uh, uh, since we're we're divulging our, our company names and history. Viajante Stogie's Road was the original. Yeah. That's the name of the the actual. You know, the, the company is Viajante Stogie Road, and Viajante mm. is the salesman, he who travels. Ah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, and then, so let's... And then, then Viajante said, that's a little too close to Viajante. And I said, okay, we'll just change it to Stogie Road Cigars. <laughs> gotcha. You were here first. We're cool with that. Uh, that, that, that was that, it Andre Farkas? Is that his yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you get a letter uh, from, uh, what's his name, uh, lawyer yeah so i Miami. you know I, I don't i don't always tell i i rarely tell care who's on for like the next week so in like mm -hmm. two or three weeks we got andre from viaje on the show <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool because when you know listen, i i love and respect the industry and and i and i i do and i got the letter and i read the letter and it made sense right i didn't put two and two together i didn't think it was gonna be that close and i still don't think it's that close but i did understand the, the 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 rationale and reasoning behind it and uh and i respect them they make great cigars and uh they have that name and uh you, you have to you know you have to move forward with with respecting that so i was like okay you know we'll just make a pivot it's not a bad yeah not a bad thing it was very early on in the company's uh uh in a company's uh, uh tenure if you will so uh it, it, it wasn't like uh we were a couple of years in and, and got the letter so um yeah I'll be interested in, in, in speaking with him about it because I was in no way, shape, or form, um, you know, salty about it. Yeah, well, they get a lot of their tobacco from Agonorsa as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and, that, and that's that's one good thing about this industry. And, uh, and, and Eric, I'm sure you've, I mean, I'm, you've, you've actually, you've already experienced, you know, the, the greatness of this industry. You know, you're in an event with Jonathan Drew. You know, he says, hey, go see Sandy at El Teton de Bronze. You're talking with Sean Williams, and he's like, "What? What do you want to do? Let me call Eric, you know, or uh, um, a Terrence over at uh, 
you know, Aganorsa and just uh, everybody is willing, if they're able to, if, if they're able, you know, they're willing to bend over backwards to, you know, to make some cigars. And, and we're not talking about hundreds of thousands of cigars, you know, I, I, you know, I'm sure, you know, you're, you know, in the, you know, like most of them, the, the tens of thousands or even less, you know, but yeah. just all, all the work they're willing to do just yeah. for another cigar smoker, you know, to, to, to give, yeah. to give them a chance. Yeah. It's a great industry, man. Like I, like you said, when I, when I came in, it was a lot of advice that was given to me and they, they didn't have to sit and talk to me, but they were interested in, in having some new blood in the industry. So like Skip and Mike from Aroma Craft, they sat with me. Pete Johnson sat with me. I, I've talked to Lito Gomez. Um, who else? Uh, of course, Sean and uh, JD and, and Willie. So it, it's a lot of people that really had a lot of input on how Black Star Line can be successful and how to do it. So and all I did was listen and just suck up all the information and yeah. utilize it. So. I did something a lot of it's, it's a bunch of like small smaller lines that are coming out every day almost. Oh yeah. But none none of them did the, the homework that I did or or went in network because I, I went in, I networked with a lot of people before we actually got got a factory. So, I mean got a factory to work with. So yeah, it was yeah. it was a lot of hard work to 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 to, to get the, the business going, you know. So. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing that most people don't see. And then, and then I, I talk to some brand owners, uh, you know, um, and, and they don't and they don't do that. It's basically like like care said, you know, they'll approach a factory. Hey, I want to make a cigar. And then they like give yeah. you number 12 on the wall. Okay. Like, give me give right. me that one, you know, and, um, and, 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 <laughs> and put a band and, on it and put yep. a band on it. And then, you know, you know, that, that, you know, they don't have any respect for that cigar maker. You know, it's the mm -hmm. people that are that are hustling. You know, you show up at these events, you know, you're you know, you're doing and that's and that's what I did for for years. Jessica and I, we just showed up for events and we met all these wonderful makers and we got to know them on a personal level and never asked for anything. You know, always asked for advice, you know, for interviews and stuff like that. And then, you know, after a certain amount of time, you know, you just become friends, you know, and then yeah. just they you, once you get in on that inner circle, man, like the people don't know. I mean, that the cigar world is a crazy place. It is yeah. like some of the stuff that goes on, the stories you hear. And it's just like, Oh my yeah. God, you know, it's, it, it, it's amazing. But yeah, once you're in there, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're in there for life. Like they, 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 they suck you in. And, and, and well, that's, that's how it. me and Boofy became good friends. Cause yeah. we, uh, I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, you want to, uh, you want to do IG live with me? He was like, hell yeah. He was like, dude, yeah. he was like, he was, he was like, you don't know it, but he was like, dude, I've been a fanboy of yours for, for a while. And yeah. I was like, Oh, okay. So, you know, he, um, we were on the IG live and, um, you know, he, we had never met in person. This was our first time actually speaking on, on the IG live. And, you know, Matt, Matt is crazy as him. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, <laughs> He didn't know. <laughs> he didn't know I'm with the shits. So <laughs> I was like, "Oh, bro, yeah." I was like, "You talk crazy, boy." I'm gonna talk crazy right back, and we had a great time. And like, it was hilarious. And uh, and right after the IG live, he sent me his number. He was like, "Dude, you can call me anytime." He was like, "That was great." <laughs> oh yeah, he, he's, he's ever since. He, he's a great guy, and uh, I, I was like last year or so. Uh, he's like, "Hey, I've I've got one of the uh, uh, like the big food dog signs. There, there was only like eight made." He goes, "I've got like two mm -hmm. left." And uh, he goes, mm -hmm. "Do you want one?" I go, "I'd be honored to have one for the studio." And he goes, "Yeah, do me a favor. You got to pose pose with it naked. You got to post it on Facebook." <laughs> and I'm like, 
yeah, done, man. You know, and uh, you know, and, and everybody's looking at that photo, going, Kevin, what the hell? And I'm like, it's Matt Booth. I, I made. I'm, what bothered me was he, you, you didn't actually have to be naked. Nobody yeah. Nobody would have known. Like Matt would have I, I, I would have known, and Matt would have known. He'd have been like, "I can see it in your eyes." You, 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 I see you your eyes. You got you shorts on, you know. But uh, but yeah, that, that's just another guy, man. Like I said, if, if there's something that can be done, you know, Matt Matt is such a such a wonderful wonderful guy. Kooky is all we yeah. saw him last weekend down in uh, mm. uh, uh, West Palm Beach, and yeah, an yeah. absolute absolutely fantastic guy. So, so mm-hmm. we, we, we love we love Matt. So um, so let's go over your cigars a little bit. Talk about the blends. Talk about the names of the cigars. Someone had brought up it's the uh, the Lalabella. Is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah, Lalabella. Yep. Yeah. So it. so, Lally so what, what is, are, yeah? What's the, the the name of that? What is that? What's the meaning of that first? Lalabella are the stone churches that were built into the ground in Ethiopia. So okay. I wanted to bring some attention to that that area because a lot of people had never even heard of it, and it should be like one of the world wonders of the world. So, um, yeah, it's if it, on the band, the, and I hate the band, but you can, the, the church is actually on the band, you know, but <laughs> in the larger scale, the picture looked fantastic because it has the Black Star Line logo on the wall of the church. So it looks like it's carved in there. Yeah. You scaled it down to the band size and then due to the color of that Maduro, it merged right in with the, with the and I didn't find that out until I actually had the cigar in hand. And I was like, ah, fuck. Oh, like, man. Hour. So I I, I changed the band. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, those bands look great on the screen, and then when you're like, okay, what's it look like as a as a cigar band? Oh shit, that got small real quick. Yeah, it didn't work out. (laughs) Well, it's it's the same. uh, I spent I spent years in a tattoo shop. Someone would bring in like an eight by ten, a photo, and they'd be like, I'm mm -hmm. gonna need it about this big, and they're like, yeah. Yeah, we can't do that. You know, the the band the band the band guy failed you there. He'd be like, hey man, I'm just gonna let you know. (laughs) You know, so. Hey, shout out to Action Label. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, a lot, a lot of people use uh, um, Action, and you and you had mentioned Ethiopia. Every, it, I, I tell you, um, uh, uh, following Nick Melillo with Foundation Cigars, and he mm-hmm. is really in. So after that uh, uh, interview with Nick, I mean, I dived into uh, Ethiopian culture and yeah. how that is not taught in school. Like that is the birthplace that is the cradle yeah. of of religion the cradle of civilization um yeah. if, if you just google ethiopia you will go down a rabbit hole and you'll yeah. be amazed at what you what you find yeah, yeah it's so, a lot of history uh, i met nick for the first time at a uh, rocky mountain cigar fest the last one that they had oh did cool you guy. We, yeah we spoke briefly i, I gave him a lolly bella so he so he could check it out so yeah yeah, yeah. Good, good dude i like him Oh yeah, I only met him once for just a couple minutes. Uh, a super, super awesome guy. Um, mm-hmm. So was that your? That was your second cigar, correct? No. So El Milagro is, are the uh, first two blends that came out of El Tate. So oh, okay. Uh, El Milagro originally was a San Andreas wrapper uh, with an Ecuadorian binder and a Nicaraguan filler, and then the sister El Milagro is a sun-grown Habano with an Ecuadorian binder and a Nicaraguan Dominican filler. So um, El Milagro means the miracle. So because we felt it was a miracle, we even got into the, the cigar industry. So uh, the color scheme on, on the bands is red and black for firefighters. And then it's blue and black for, for police officers. So I, I did the color scheme for first responders. So those okay. are my first two blends. Then Warwich came after that, the Connecticut version of Warwich. And um, I debuted that at Underground in Fort Worth. 
in the uh, Robusto size, actually. And the Corona box press is the regular uh, regular production, but I am bringing the Robustos back uh, whenever Agonorsa can get them to me uh, sometime this year. So after Warwitch was Lollibella. So Lollibella was originally called something else that I'll so if, if it comes back up, I'll because uh, we may end up calling that, calling something else that. But okay. I originally did that blend for Tim Hardaway from uh, Golden State Warriors. Really? So yeah, that was that was Tim's blend. So we didn't know how to um, do the deal. So on who's getting paid what and all that type of thing. So we just tabled it. And when I got the money to release it, I released it because I don't sit on good blends. I, I changed the name to Lollibella and it's out. So after Lollibella is Dark Woolwich. So because everybody had been asking me for a darker version of, of Woolwich because some people just don't like Connecticut. So I was like, okay. So I thought about it and I was like, well, let's put a Corojo 99 wrapper on it. It's the same blend and uh, add a little more Lijero to it. So, um, but the wrapper completely changes the, the profile, the, the flavor profile of the, uh, of the blend. So it's almost like if I never told you they were the same, the same blends, you'd have thought they were to two totally different blends and they're not. So yeah, so that Corojo 99 wrapper does, does, does wonders in, in making it a, a, a totally different cigar. Yeah. Oh, it it, yeah. it does. I mean, I I I would put the on on and and hundred percent honest. I would put this Corojo, um, uh, the Warwitch, up against just about any Aladino Corojo. I mean, I I love Corojo and, yeah, and Aladino. The family is just the, the kings of Corojo. They know how to do it. And uh, this That's a Honduran are, Corojo. Um, Aladino. Yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, I think I'm it's not, around Honduran. Aladino's. Yep, it's Honduran. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, this is just it, it's a it's an absolutely fantastic cigar a absolutely yeah, awesome. thank you. love it thank you thank um, you yeah i'm proud of that blend I'm very proud of it i'm still blown away by the connecticut that i smoked earlier that was a yeah isn't it's just... not your grandfather connecticut you know, no and, that, and everybody uh, we, we, we had that conversation land. yeah we had that conversation all the time about connecticut so i was like well you this is connecticut this isn't your father's we, we've come up now this isn't your uncle's connecticut Yes, <laughs> the fathers and grandfathers Connecticut, but it—I mean, from the moment I started smoking it, and I had some espresso uh, with it, I thought, mm -hmm. "Man, this is a great combination," and it just really kept the the, the spice and the flavor throughout the whole cigar. You got to try it with the Woolwich coffee because I have a coffee that was made particularly oh, for do? for that blend. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I did. I had no. Clue. I, I didn't even. Uh, um, I, I was. I was on your website, and I must have. Uh, I must have missed that. Well, so. me too. When I ordered it's on there. Cars, yeah, it's I on there. Look for coffee too. Oh yeah, because Jessica oh, ordered from your website. So uh, I, I yeah, is yeah, yeah. All about yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> so so what was uh, um uh where where is the coffee coming from? Uh, Ethnos Coffee in uh, Memphis roasted for me. It's a light roast. It's an Ethiopian coffee. Um, and it's, it's, it, the notes the notes pair up with the cigar perfectly. Mm. And I don't even drink coffee. I don't like coffee. Uh, we love the Ethiopian beans. I, I don't, you know, I, I don't drink hot coffee. I, I, I only, I generally only do cold brew. Mm. And, um, mm. uh, and I, you know, and I seek out Ethiopian, you know, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about coffee to know the difference in like the bean, why Ethiopian beans yeah. are different but i you know ethiopian for me the cold brew and jessica loves it the hot yeah hands down Never. the best the, the, the best coffee you know care like are, are you are you are you are you into the ethiopians or uh yeah i mean jennifer is really into the espresso that are darker but I, I do like ethiopian <laughs> coffee and and i actually uh 
one of the best cups cups of of, of coffee I had. Um, I, um, I was up in in DC working, and uh, um, I was uh, working with uh, two nephrologists uh, who were from Ethiopia, and the whole community mm-hmm. was. And they're like, yeah, we want lunch from the Ethiopian restaurant. I never had Ethiopian food before. And oh, uh, I, I went to town and then I went back and got a cup of coffee for the day and it was just delicious. Yeah. See, I, the reason why I don't drink a lot of coffee is I, I, whatever I pour in my cup, I like to start drinking it right away. I don't want to have to wait for it to cool off. So, <laughs> like, hey, so that's why I like scotch and bourbon because I, I just pour it. <laughs> it's ready to go. <laughs> you know? But coffee, I got to wait for it to cool down because if it burns my tongue, I can't taste cigars. And then, then yeah. that defeats yeah. my purpose of smoking. So. Yeah. Now, how, how many different coffees did you go through or did you have a panel since you're not a huge coffee guy? You know, different people, Derek tasting, trying to figure out which coffee was going to pair best with that. With that, now, Derek is a, is, a, is a coffee guy. He likes coffee. Is he? So he he drank it. I drank it, you know, just to see what, how it tastes together. But of course, I had to wait for it to cool off some. But um, yeah, I mean, we all drank it and uh, made sure that it, it goes well with the cigar. And uh, and that's when I made the decision. I actually didn't. I think we went through. It wasn't that many, maybe two coffee, two different uh, blends. I was originally trying to do um, do the coffee through uh, Dark Matter here in Chicago, and um, the representative from them was so wishy washy on like getting me the samples. And then when I chose a sample, then he just dropped off the face of the earth on 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 taking payment and all. And then I was like, all right, I I can't do this. I can't work with a company that doesn't want to work with me. So I I, I got the message and I went somewhere else and, and got a coffee. So. Oh yeah, you, you should try doing uh, your coffee as a cold brew, though. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, right. as, as it, it's it's about ten times stronger when you when you brew it as a cold, not iced coffee, but cold brew coffee. It's a whole different okay. process. Yeah, Kevin will have to send you all his. But uh, he like researched no. on how to like get the the. The oh yeah, yeah. The cold brew and all this stuff. I'm surprised, Jess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I just, yeah, yeah. Be surprised, but it's good. I just it's read an article. I just read an article about a guy that died from caffeine toxicity. I had never yeah. heard of that before. Yeah, me So this yeah. clown, this fool decided he wanted to eat so much uh, coffee powder that it, it, it equated to 200 cups of coffee. Oh, oh my God. And, and, and he died. And oh, I was just God. like, yeah, that's yeah. extremely dumb. Extremely oh, it, 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 it's the same guy, you know, oh, not the same guy, but yeah, last year, the, the, the guy that died, uh, he was hooked on uh, um, uh, uh, black licorice and he was eating oh, uh, uh, upwards of a pound a day. Uh, and then oh. after like seven or eight days, he died, what? you know, yeah. uh, of the, oh uh, yeah, the licorice is uh, um, whatever that anise or whatever it is, oh, is a uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, talk. To- toxic and huge, huge, con- you know, quantities. You better make sure there's no toxicity mm-hmm. in that Chef Boyardee, Kev. Yeah, 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 the, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the chef, the chef Boyardee. Um, so how how did you, you know, how did you meet Tim Hardaway? How did you guys talk about, you know, cigar? Is he from your area or? So Tim grew up in a in an area called Algill Gardens here in Chicago. It's a really, really rough area. Like if you go over there, you probably don't just take one gun, take three. So um, <laughs> it, it, it's a high school in the middle of all Gale Gardens called Carver High School. And my father actually worked his entire career there from all the way from a teacher all the way up to when he, he retired as a principal of the high school. 
So he knew Terry Cummins and uh, Tim Hardaway because they all they they went to uh, Carver. So my dad is one of the main reasons why I, I grew up as a as a Tim Hardaway fan. My dad was real proud of him, you know, because he he, he, so he kind of had a troubled uh, childhood and then he he moved on from that and became a, a NBA All Star, you know. So uh, when the All Star game was here in Chicago, I went. Tim had a party at the Clayton, so I went. And uh, I asked him, did he know my dad? He was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I know Mr. Wimberley. He was like, "He was like, how do you know him? I was like, dude, that's my dad. And he was like, dude, how's he doing? I was like, man, you know, he died uh, uh, at the time. It might have been a year or so. He had, he had passed away. So he was real sad to hear that. So I gave him a couple of my cigars to check out. You know, he loved them. So then um, he ordered a box from me. And I sent him a few Woolwich just, you know, just because he ordered a box. And Warwick sealed the deal for him. And he, next thing I know, he was reaching out to me like, hey, you know, uh, he was like, man, you think you want to do a cigar for me? And I was like, well, shit, do pigs love shit? <laughs> <laughs> so I, was like, yeah. I was like, hell yeah, I'll do the blip for you, bro. So, yeah, so we, we've been friends ever since. So mm. Now, now I, I'm, I'm not a huge basketball guy. Is Tim Hardaway still playing? Is that, uh, or is he? No, he's he been retired. He played with Jordan in them. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's that, that's his era. Yeah, he's his son plays for uh he's Tim Hardaway Jr. He plays for uh San Antonio if, if I remember right. Okay. Mm-hmm. The fill you in on the basketball later, Kev. Yes, yeah. I I like I said I, I follow to a certain degree, but you know, I, I don't know college football guy, so I I don't follow when too- all my favorite players retired, I retired with them. Uh and that's across the board, all sports. Uh my last favorite that retired was Kobe. And then I was, I was kind of like, I was just done. You know, I just, I'm not feeling the new players and yeah. how they dress and they're weird. And everybody wants to make a super team to beat. And when Jordan and Bird and Magic, they didn't yeah. want to play with each other. They wanted to beat each other. They didn't want to be yeah. on the same team. Yeah, so exactly. I like that. I like that. So, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. I, haven't yeah, it, watched, it, it, I haven't watched basketball since, like you said, Jordan, <clears throat> since that whole yeah. era. Because I grew up with, you know, Jordan and Dr. J. I mean, with uh, Larry Bird, Dr. J. Mm-hmm. You know, li- you know, being outside of Philadelphia, Daryl Dawkins, and that that whole yeah. crew, and Moses shattered the, shattered the backboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Gusto yeah. Dunk. I mean, that was uh, that was the shit back back then. That was basketball. Yeah, I uh, I, I used to play on uh, on the computer uh, Magic versus Bird. It was the one one game that they yeah. had. They, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's, you know, I'm I'm really dating myself now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the game, yeah, it was a one-on-one game. But man, oh, yeah, remember Bird. that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kara's still playing Techno Bowl, you know, and uh... <laughs> oh, Techno Bowl was the can't shit stop Bo Jackson, yeah. man. Can't stop Bo Jackson. Jackson will run everybody over. Oh my God! Yeah, you we used can't to have, stop, a, yeah, used to have a league in college, and it was always like you know. <laughs> Whoever got you know him or or the uh, the Niners with the unstoppable you know pass to Dwight Clark, and then I'm stuck with the Rams. <laughs> yeah. But but you know I, I was the same with with pro football, uh, and it was way back in the day when I'm a Dolphins fan, and uh, when, when the Dolphins were sold, and it was sold to like J Lo bought part of the team, and you know all the all these celebrities are buying the teams, and like you said, even on football, they're trying to put this this rock star team together because they only care about just that ring, you know, at the end of the yeah. year. And it's just like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I watch occasionally, you know, but it now it's just like, 
it, it's a it's a team full of individuals anymore. It's just what it seems like. Nobody, you know, it's not that that team yeah. mentality. In, in my opinion, I mean, it's it, it you know, it's yeah. it just everybody just like wants when to. You, when you say the Dolphins, I, I automatically think about Dan Marino. Like that's oh, that's yeah. how I think. Like, hey, you know, if you say the Bengals, I think about Boomer Dyson, You know, so yep. you know, I yeah. my mind always reverts back to the players that I love yep. whatever team that was. So. Oh Gosh, yeah, Boomer Sison. Uh, remember the Ken Anderson? Uh, yeah, That's yeah. My age. Yeah. I, 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 I remember. Yeah, Icky Woods. I, I, I was just gonna say I remember doing the Icky Shuffle. You know, like like we all wanted to do the Icky oh, Shuffle, and uh, uh, whenever anything yeah. happened, and uh, that was mm. <clears throat> that was the day. And I and I love that. Um, um, who's the? Uh, God, uh, now it's just uh, his name. I was just gonna say his name, and uh, it eluded me. Um, uh, Dallas Cowboys, uh, um, uh, the player now that is, uh, it's a double a NCAA football, the, the, he's the coach now, um, mm, uh, fam- sure. um, God, that's a, that's a lot of people there, Kev. That, I, know, I know, you know, well, 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 uh, over, over the, over the last like month, he has stolen a lot. You know, he, he got, uh, two guys from Deion Ohio Sanders? State, Deion Sanders. You know, uh, uh, I, I like the 49ers, Dion. I don't like the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a 49ers fan historically. So, oh, okay. Uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Uh, Ronnie Lott is my is my sister's cousin. Uh, no, what? Really? So, yeah, that's my half sister. So, her uh, maiden name is Lott. So, that's her oh. cousin. So, but he was just a fantastic safety. Him, Steve a... Atwater, Gary Finsey. Oh, my man, God. Yeah. Peace. Oh. Yeah, those guys were just animals. You know what? The one thing I'll miss, I don't watch a lot of pro football anymore because I always think, you know, my kids are are older and my age, they, they're going to look back or they're going to be highlight reels of the hardest hitting football players because they just softened it up so bad. I mean, yeah. now when you look back and you see the hardest hitting, you know, players from the 60s and 70s, it looks like a freaking a riot. It doesn't mm-hmm. even look like a football yeah. game. And then you got into the 70s and even in the 80s and 90s, it was some really fantastic players. But now yeah. you'll get a good couple good hits here and there. But, man, you want to mm-hmm. receive highlights like with Dick Butkus or Jack Lambert, yep. you know, oh, yeah. any of those oh, yeah. guys. You, you know, like I said, Ronnie Lott, you know, oh, oh, yeah. that was just vicious. Yeah, well, I, it's I funny that uh, I, me and Ed Reed are very good friends. Mm. And uh, I've never told him this before. I've never seen him play. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he was past. He was past my time for watching football. And oh, everybody man. says he's arguably one of the best defensive backs to ever play the game. I've never seen him play. He's a fantastic. Uh, I mean, just incredible, incredible. Yeah. Football oh, then, 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 then you got the fridge who never, who never got, who ah, never got yeah. the a reception in a Super Bowl. The fridge. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. um, but Rocky mm-hmm. Mountain uh, uh, Cigar Show says uh, Eric lives down the street from where I grew up. So uh, Rocky, yeah. Rocky Mountain Cigar Show, where did where did you uh, um, where did you grow up? And then, uh, but yeah, so that, that... Uh, if I remember right, he's in every he uh, was it? no Oak Lawn. He told me it was Oak Lawn. That's oh, okay. like five minutes away from where I am right now. Oh, and, okay. Yo 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 yeah, I'm doing his show. I, I can't remember when. Uh, it's in my it's in my phone in the calendar, but I'll I'll, I'll be on their show at some point in the near future. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great, great, great guy, great, great show. Um, so now you, you had mentioned earlier, and and I and I got a a, a request for a question earlier, uh, and you had mm. mentioned you had mentioned Benny's. So someone reached out to me. Um, 
Um, since you started selling in Binnie's, will there be an, a, a Binnie's exclusive coming soon? So I guess Binnie's has some exclusives with some some makers. So yeah. for people, so for people that may not know, uh, what what is what is Binnie's? Um, Binnie's is a, is, a, is a liquor store chain here in the Midwest. It's similar to like Specs or uh, Total Wine. If, if you've been to one of those two, it's, it's the same thing. It's just the northern version of it, you know. I think the difference is is Total Wine and Specs have humidors, but they don't have a quote unquote humidor manager in there, whereas Benny's does. They have a humidor manager in all their uh, uh, forty seven locations. So yeah, they they picked us up um, a week and a half ago. So wow, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, thank you. It, that was a, a, a definitely a blessing for us because that was a very big account for us to pick up in such an early stage of, of our company, you know? Um, so yeah, it's been a great relationship so far. Um, my, my right, my VP of sales, Cliff Nelson, he's actually in the comments somewhere and uh, me and him go around to the different locations and we'll just stay in the humidor with, with the humidor manager for an hour, hour and a half and just sell the product and let people meet us and talk to us. So they, they could put a face with the product. Yeah, yeah we Benny's is like turtle wine with a real cigar shop inside of it. I mean, the okay, humidor yeah. Benny's is just really it's robust. It's mm -hmm. it's not your, you know, something you go to total wine. Sometimes you see the usual suspect, but Benny's is is robust. Is there's fantastic selections in there. Yeah, yeah, your yeah. total wine. I, I like the biggest humidor I've been in, like a six by six. You know, you stock, you know, okay. maybe a couple hundred facings, and you know, but all your big guys, the guys you normally know. You know, you're not going to go into a total wine and and pick up a, a boutique cigar because obviously, like, like you said, there's nobody managing it. There's nobody that yeah, yeah. knows anything. A couple times I've been to our local ABC, you know, and, and overhear someone talking about cigars. I don't, I don't yeah. even say like, excuse me. Like I just, I just push the guy out of the way and then I just start <laughs> helping the customer. You know, it, it's 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 it's, a, it's the Ron Swanson moment when he was in Home Depot and someone's like, "Can I help you?" and he's like. I know more than you. Um, so, uh, you know, yeah, it's, uh, yeah that, that, that's the way it is. Me, me and uh, ABC or Total One is like, I, let, let me, let me get. Yeah, I, I just... will say though that ABCs have some nice humidors though. Like, they, they do have. Cl set up very, very. I didn't nice know they had humidors in ABCs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they, they do they're down on, here. Uh, East Coast, yeah. right? Uh, I don't know where. I mean, we have a lot of ABCs around here and we only have a couple Total yeah. Wines. You know, so um, I think uh, I, but, I think I went into one in um, Virginia, if I remember right. Yeah. Okay. Or they same talked thing. about it or something. Yeah, yeah, same thing. Just real small though. There, there's yeah, not a big selection. Nobody knows anything about cigars. At least the ones I've been in, they may have some out there that have great tobacconists. I, I don't know, but I think for the most part, like I said, it's just a, a corporation. You know, ordering cigars from. Your Rocky Patel, your Perdomo, you know, you know, your, you know, some of your yeah. bigger companies, and then that's and that's pretty much pretty much it. Well, so that's that's part of the reason why I haven't, um, I haven't, I have, I have connections to uh, Total Wine and Specs, and the reason why I haven't gone after them yet is because I was already notified that they don't have anybody in the humidor. So if nobody knows what Black Star Line is, yeah. I don't want the cigars to just sit. I need somebody to talk yep. about it when I'm not there. So I'll eventually go and try to, you know, get, get placed in those, those two organizations. But, yeah, right now, Benny's is, Benny's is where it's at because I, I, have, I have mouthpieces there when I'm not there. 
So they're so they and they've been selling a lot of our stuff just in the week and a half or two weeks or however long we've been in there. Yeah, yeah you know, Kate, Kate, yeah. this is key to that. I mean, it really is. It, like C- Caitlin, we had C- Caitlin on a while back. She's the yeah. uh, uh, manager at Total w- uh, at uh, Wine Express, and mm-hmm. they have a humidor that has everything boutique, everything else. But she also takes the time to speak to the customers, direct them towards yeah. different brands and blends that they may have not have ever tried before. And that is really what is, uh, in my opinion, the uh, the next level of tobacconist that takes the time to talk to people, unlike Kevin who pushes right. them aside. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, but you That's know, a nice Ka- little jab there. Yeah. You know, now Karen and I, like I said, we, we recently had on uh, um, Jeff Borshowitz and uh, um, Abe Devabna, you know, Jeff of Corona Cigar, okay. Abe of Smoke In. Uh, and that was one thing that, you know, Jeff had, you know, said, you know, if you want to get into like one of his lounges, you know, like Z from uh, Cordobas and Morales, who'll be on the show in a few weeks. Um, okay. You know, he, you know, he, he took the shot on Z because he lived locally. Like Z's there in the shop. You know, he's yeah. selling the, the events. He's, yeah. He's yeah, doing events, rolling events, just talking to people, you know, so it, it's definitely nice when you're, you know, when you get in a local, you know, a, a local yeah. shop like, like Vinny's and you can actually just, go there on your day off, you know, and, mm-hmm. and they're cool with you just hanging out and selling your oh, yeah. cigars and, and forming your consumers, you know, and that, yep. and that, and that that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. But I think that's awesome mm-hmm. because it just makes it so you're so much more accessible and people I think really appreciate that from cigar makers. Yeah. Cause, cause you're, you cause know? you're not a, you're just not a rep. You know, yeah. the, mm-hmm. like giving out free yeah, stuff. Like, just hand me your money. And yeah. My cigar. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, here, here, here's a box. Of, here's a box of cigars. And I said, you buy this and I'll give you a T-shirt. You know, right. and that's just, you know, <laughs> people, yeah. people do want more than that. They want the knowledge and they want that connection. You know, once they know you and they're like, oh, my God, like, like you're from yeah. here and you're, you know, you're in this lounge. And, and just hearing the story. Yeah. It, the it, cigars, it, it's awesome. So now, now yeah. you had mentioned, like I said, you, you just got in with uh, uh, Benny's, but then you also just announced, um, what, last month, um, you have a distribution agreement with uh, Illusione. Yep. So, yeah, so how, yeah, how did, yeah, so. how did that, because you're, you're now working, I mean, you, you've been in business, you're, you're, you're still fairly new, and I mean, you're, you've got the connections. How, how did, uh, how did the, uh, the deal with Illusione come about? Um, so I, I didn't have a booth at the last PCA, but we went just to network and I ran into Brian, uh, Matola there. And, um, it was a very drunken conversation. So I didn't, I, <laughs> honestly, I didn't know what he was talking about because we were both pretty, pretty inebriated. So it was, it was copious amounts of alcohol going on. So, um, that's when it was for the, the notion of it was initially brought to me. And then a good friend of mine that owns Carolina Blue, his name is Chris Moore. He actually uh, did the uh, Illusione deal first. And then that's what made me start looking at it. And then I started thinking about it and I was like, oh shit, that's what Brian was talking about. You know, cause he, it, it, <laughs> the explanation wasn't, it wasn't that good. And I, I was like, I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but hey, could I get another scotch over here? <laughs> yeah. That's so, funny. Uh, I got in touch with Howard and uh, Howard Lennox, and um, you know they were they were just like, "Hey, we we've been watching you all for a while, and we we would love to do distribution for you." And I needed it because it's it's pretty right now uh, with Derek on the sidelines. It's just me and Cliff, so it's tough. You know, I'm shipping out to retailers. I also I also uh, ship out to consumers. I sell directly to consumers, so. That's a it's a lot of packages and it's a lot of time and me at the computer typing up shipping labels and all this stuff. 
So I needed somebody else to do it. And Illusione is going to take at least one part of that away from me. So I can, I can focus on some other things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's great. And then there, the, a lot of their stuff comes from Agonorsa too. So, uh, when they, when their stuff is being shipped out of SLE, my, my stuff can get, get right in with theirs and, and it'll, it'll go right to Reno, uh, where the warehouse is. So it's going yeah. great so far. Uh, they want to know if, uh, Oh, does Benny's carry your whole line? So someone had asked. No. Not yet. They got Dark Woolwich, Connecticut Woolwich, uh, and both sides of the Lollibella. Uh, they'll bring in El Milagro later. They wanted to see how it was going to go first. So um, it's going great. So I, I anticipate them bringing in the rest of the line as well. All right. So now uh, the deal with the Luzione, does, does, does it allow you to utilize their sales force a little bit? Or is it just completely separate? You know, um... I have an option to. If I, if I want to use the sales rep they have, um, I can do that or not. So, um, that's, that's going to be, you know, I have to talk to the actual reps and whatever areas I'm looking at and then, you know, uh, strike up a deal with them. So, you know, so they'll get paid off of, uh, off of selling our stuff, because if I don't, if I don't personally have an, an agreement with the rep, then they can't see my SKUs through Illusione. So, oh, okay. Uh, I may use like three or four of them in, in some of the bigger areas, like, like Texas is huge. Florida's huge. You know, some of the areas I don't have like a really big presence at, that's where I would want to put a rep at so they can work that area for me. Like I said, it's just me, Clifford. So it's only, it's only so many places me and him can be, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we saw uh, Brian this past weekend down at the Great Smoke as well. And uh, we look over at one point. I don't know if he'd had a scotch or two, but it was uh, the theme was the last luau. So there were some people mm. wearing like grass hula skirts. He had fashioned one into a wig, and so he had a blonde gra grass hula, hula skirt as a wig. I'm probably pretty sure there was a a drink or two involved in uh, right before that. Uh, Inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Four, 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 um, that was the first time I got to meet Brian face-to-face. Uh, uh, -face. You know, we've always chatted online or through text message. Or uh, what, a, what a great – and I'm glad to see him. Well, um, you know, I hate to hey, see him meet. Yeah, I hate to see him leave Illusione, but um, uh, uh, he's going to crush it over there at uh, Cavalier. Those guys are doing yeah. Su such Yeah, Sebastian's fan. a good dude. I, yeah. I, I'll be seeing – I should be seeing him on um, sometime the, uh, this week because we're uh, – NFG is this week uh, on Saturday. So uh, we're going down. I, I released a – I'm releasing a Lollibella Lancetto for the event. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. So, uh, oh, nice. Is that yeah, in Texas? Yeah. Yeah, it's a um, yeah, yeah. Fort Worth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's flying out on Tuesday. He's leaving for Honduras. So, uh, so yeah, it'll mm. probably be his last his last event here for for a little a little bit. No, he's a lot bigger okay. than I thought he would be when I met him. He's a big, he is yeah, a he is big tall. dude. He is definitely so, a tall guy. Yeah. So, so we talk about distribution, which is always you know even care. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, uh, that's always a, a, a an issue. You know, distribution. Um, in, in any business, cigars, shoes, whatever. Um, what other hurdles have you faced? You know, uh, you know, now that you've got distribution kind of, you know, locked down, it's a little easier. Mm. Um, is it been boxes, bands, tobacco? Has it just been time? Um, what, what, what other issues have you, have you been facing? Um, honestly, I haven't faced a whole lot of problems just yet. Uh, I guess the, I guess out of the ones you named, the only thing will be time frame because, uh, Agonorsi used to be able to give me cigars in three months. 
and due to the fact they're so busy and then uh, Nicaragua got hit by a hurricane twice and then you losing rollers and that type of thing. And then the, the civil unrest that was going on there is changed. And then Agonos is just super busy. They had capacity now. So it yeah. changed from three months to six months. So that, that burns me a little bit to get, uh, get tobacco from them. But I just, now I just have to order more to make sure that I'm okay to make it to them to my next order. So I guess that will be the only issue. But other than that, Aganorsa does uh, my boxes and puts the cellophane on there and puts the bands on. Um, you know, they're vertically integrated. So the only other the only other party you have to deal with is Action Label. So, yeah. you know, which at times could be very challenging because uh, the, uh, the last bands I, had, I, I told them to send to Aganorsa, they sent them to another factory. So oh. uh, that didn't make me very happy, and I, I made sure they knew I wasn't happy too. So, you know. Oh yeah, Karen, uh, you 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 use that action, right? Yep. Or no? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I've been relatively happy with them, but I, I think I, I've heard that. Too. I mean, it's, you know, all the moving parts between uh, um, bands and and, and boxes—it's great that you know you have the vertically integrated. Uh, factory that could that could do everything cigars yeah. and boxes um you know we we get our boxes elsewhere and and you know with with wood prices shortage and everybody ordering boxes now a lot of these independent yeah. you know box factories are they're they're booked up several months uh in yeah. advance and you're kind mm-hmm. of forced with okay well do i wait and hope that you can get boxes in a couple of months or do, <laughs> do we go ahead and you know, get a little creative and, uh, and move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, Very it's, true. It, it's, it's, it's absolutely, uh, uh, in, insane, you know, especially in Eric and I'm sure you've come across this and being, you know, such small quantities, you know, like I said, you know, when you, when you got someone, you know, like Aganorsa that, you know, obviously they, they have their own bot, you know, they're, they're ordering, you know, a hundred thousand boxes at once. They're ordering right. a, mil- a million bands at once. So it's got to be mm-hmm. hard. You know, some of these companies not wanting to prioritize the smaller guy. I mean, you order ten thousand bands. You know, it's like, oh right. god, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta stop production and put and, and make ten thousand bands. You know, which right. some right. people this are like, baby order. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Some people are like, oh my god, that's a monster order. No, no. I mean, yeah. when you got Agonorsa, literally will order a pallet. Of the exact mm-hmm. same band, well, you know. Just some of their mm-hmm. boxes are so ornate. Yeah, I can't yeah. Imagine what some of the production goes into making some of their boxes. You know, and and, and I think and yeah. I think that's one of the problems, you know, um, uh, with with boxes now, because I mean, back in the day, you know, even going back like oh, ten cardboard, yeah, ten years ago, fifth, you know, like boxes weren't as nice. I mean, you didn't have these full luxurious, full lacquered boxes. These these yeah. you know metal emblems, these gold hinges. Like I was just talking yeah. with uh, with Nimish, he was showing me their mm-hmm. new box on the cigar, and they use rose gold hinges uh, on the boxes, mm-hmm. and the boxes are beautiful. And I'm like, get at what is going on? This is a box, it's a cigar box. <laughs> you know, it's, you know. So well, people buy with their eyes though. They they, yeah. they do, yeah. and then they throw the box what away. I love yeah. a, like a, those mm-hmm. cardboard looking boxes. I think. Those are so cool, like the old yeah. cardboard yeah. ones. Yeah, we, we love Karen. And I have talked about that before. We we so love cool. the old school cardboard Macanudo boxes that they used to come uh, in, and yeah. those are you know yeah, the Cuban style boxes. Yeah, yeah, 
the, I love the, that. The, those are those are cool. But even talking with Sokka and he goes like those are a pain in the butt now, you know, because you got to have everything printed, you know, all the labels. So you're not having just a, a cigar band or something print. Now you're printing and then gluing and, you know, and that, yeah. that's yeah. just the, just as big a pain in the stickers. butt. They didn't even have Pla- not even hinges. Plastic bag and stickers. <laughs> plastic bag and stickers. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. Um, so, so you you had mentioned earlier that that you did an event with your um, with your fraternity, um, uh, uh, Kappa, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, correct? Your fraternity, yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. Uh, um, um, th- does that give you like a different kind of of support system? You know, having you know that fraternity, you know, something you know, because it's like so. So, Karen and I, we were just at Corona uh, or Davidoff of Geneva mm. um, back in December mm. um, and visiting mm. with uh, Jeff Borshowitz. And um, they had, and I forget the uh, the fraternity that was there like that night upstairs. And it was a, uh, it was an all black fraternity. Uh, and uh, you know, and, and he said it was just, uh, he he loved it because you had just regular guys, you, and then you had you know doctors, lawyers, investment bankers, yeah. brokers, and uh, and I'll, so yeah. are, are you able to utilize some of those you know your fraternity brothers and you know to for everything? Of course. Of course, because it, like you just said, it's in, in in all fraternities, whether black, white, or Hispanic, it, there's people of uh, in all different uh, professions. Uh, you had judges, uh, like Or Stewart is is a kappa, and he's over the. Uh, I'm, I'm make sure I'm not messing up his position. He's over all of the diversity for the NBA. So yeah, okay. it's, it's you know it's 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 a it's a great support system. And you know, a lot a lot of people in all frats and sororities, no matter what color, everybody smokes, you know, cigars in some form or fashion. So yeah, yeah it's it's fantastic because it's a network that I already have, and all I got to do is let them know that I have a product, and, and then they check it out, and then the product just the product just has to stand up. So as long as the product stands up, then I got the support. Yeah. Now, now you're going to have to excuse me. Uh, you, you said like I don't diversity in the NBA. Does the NBA have a problem? I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm pleading ignorant. Does, does the NBA have a problem with diversity? <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know what the hell he does. Oh, okay. I'm like, I'm like uh, diversity. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird title, but that's his title. So I don't oh, know. okay. I'm like, I, I didn't know. And I'm like, I don't know. Is there something going on in the NBA? I don't, I don't know about, you yeah, know, it's uh, so I'm like, it sounds like he's just collecting some uh, some free checks. That's what it sounds like. I'm sure I'm sure yeah. he does other stuff, but that's his title. So. Yeah, like, like like every week they just watch TV and they're like, "You're doing a good job," you know. It's like what what? Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. I I, I I I I'm doing all that, you know. So I I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so what what about a um a a, a different type of support system of, of the uh, um the African-American owned cigar brand owners. Cause like I said, there, there's a lot and, 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 and we love it, yeah. you know, uh, coming up. Um, is there like a, a, a small group of, uh, of, of other black brand owners that, that you converse with, uh, you know, on time to time? Yeah. Every once in a while I'm friends with everybody. Uh, okay. I've smoked everybody's cigar once. Yeah. Uh, I just, if it didn't make it past that one that I, you know, at least I can say I support it once. You know, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm friends I'm friends with everybody, um, but most of my support system comes from people that have been in the industry already. Like Mike from Postania, Mike and Mike, they support the hell out of me. Uh, uh, 
they're always giving me advice, telling me what to do, what you know, how to how to keep moving and how to get stronger as a brand. So, um, you know, so yeah, I, I do talk to some, not all, but you know, some every once in a while. Like like Dean from Epic, that's my guy. He, he gives okay. me advice all the time. You know, yeah. So mm-hmm. so right right on, and uh, and and I know what you mean. Like I'll smoke one, and that's from any company. Like said, you know, mm-hmm. what, no matter who the owner is. You know, mm-hmm. so, sometimes you just you just don't get a good cigar, you know, and, yeah. and then you got got to give your your honest opinion. It's like, hey, this is yeah. this is this is well, the thing great. that burns me is like a lot a lot of uh, a lot of companies say they have an NDA to say to not say where their cigars are rolled at, and that just it just burns me all the way to my soul because I you know I just <laughs> I have nothing to hide I'm gonna tell you I'm from LT de Bronze and then uh, I got Agonorsa tobacco and I got other factories I could work with as well so I, I hide nothing that I'm doing but some people and that just lets me know <laughs> that some companies are just going to buy them bundles and putting the band on them and yeah. saying it's their blood so, so I, yeah. I, I I agree with you a hundred percent you know when, when I when I've heard that too someone will reach out to Jessica and I on Instagram. Hey, I'd like you to try our cigars. Um, like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll try them. Uh, and like, yeah, can you tell us a little bit, you know, if they, especially if they don't have a website, you know, and that, mm. that is a whole new level of chapping my ass. And, uh, and I said, care just shaking his head. Cause I bring this up all the time. It's 2022. If you don't have a website, at least for some information, you know, yeah. Unless you, ha- unless yeah, you, you don't have, have to a- sell off the website, but at least, yeah. at least it's yeah. informational. Yeah, unless you have a really, really good excuse why you don't want to have a website. Other than that, and for me personally, there is no good excuse for not having a website. It's a very but, yeah, touchy you, point but, with no. Kevin, the, the website. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, um, but yeah, it, 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 it burns me when like, oh, you know, same thing. Well, we have an NDA. I'm not allowed to, you know, disclose the factory or what's in the blend. I go... Get out of here! I'm like I'm I'm in the business. I sell cigars. I have cigars. Right. Nobody has ever asked me, "Hey, can you not tell people about no. the cigar?" If it's a good blend or a great blend, is not one factory that I can think of that's going to tell you they don't want people to know right. that blend came from their factory because yeah. it brings more notoriety to the factory and it brings more business to the factory. So they don't want to let you know. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird to me, but I, I, you know, I just let people do what they're gonna do, and I, yeah. I just laugh. You know, so you're like you're gonna get a uh, got a '92 in cigar aficionado. Where it's made, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't say. Like, uh, yeah. uh, uh, uh. but but you <laughs> yeah. know, you, you you hit you hit the nail on the head earlier, Eric, and, and it's very true. When when Kevin asked you about uh, your Kappa brothers, is you know getting the opportunity to have them try, it. but like you said, it, it's got to pass the test. And that's yeah, ultimately at the end of the day, it, it's got, it's got to stand up. It's like, it doesn't matter who owns it. You know, you could have your best friend own a cigar. You, you smoke it. If it's, if it's not a good cigar, it's not a good cigar. You uh, know, yeah. uh, Ben's beating you to, to a question that you ask all the time. <laughs> What's that? Uh, what, will there be a Candela in the black star line? <laughs> well, that's because up. Ben knows that you could pop that up and interrupt Kevin with that, where I find it very hard to find my, my openings. Yeah. <laughs> so, Eric, um, I got a question for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> are there any? What do you think of the the the, the tobacco candela? Uh, have, have you, do you smoke many of them? And are, are there any uh, any plans to uh, to have a, a black star line cigar uh, featuring candela? 
I haven't thought about bringing a candela out as not off the table. Uh, I don't smoke a lot of them. Uh, the main candela that sticks out to me is uh, Wasabi by uh, Eric Espinosa. Yeah. I like I like that cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who else candela I've smoked. Uh, didn't Drew Estates have one, the Swamp Thing or something like that? Or? Eh, it's not a candela. Yeah, it's not not yeah. a true not a true candela. Okay. You know, if you, so, if you want to uh, smoke yeah, a smoke really it. good Candela, smoke it. I, I, I'm a big fan. There's a lot of them out there. Illusion makes a great Candela. I would probably can rub them off too because we're both kind of green on the inside uh, when it comes <laughs> to our loves. I always go with the Fuente 8 of 8. I mean, that cigar is just, okay. it, it really gives you the true mellow flavor of a Candela. Okay. Yeah. I never had that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah I know Illusion has one. I've never had that one either. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, it, it's a good one. And then, and then going back to your um, uh, the fraternity, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, that, that that that's a nice support. I mean, it's a it's a nice group of guys to get an honest opinion, because th- yeah. those those are guys that are generally, you know, they're in business. Like I said, they're you know that they, they, they you know it, it's in their best best interest to tell you the truth because they're not they're not yeah. going to blow they're not going to blow smoke up your ass because they know mm-hmm. that that's not that's not good. You know, you have your close friends. That you give a cigar to, and and then they say, "Oh, it's great, great, best cigar you ever had." And it's like you're always thinking, like, "Is that you know? Is is it because he's my no. friend? You know, that's mm. saying that." But when you have a group of guys that are, you know, like you said, judges, lawyers, you know, like they're gonna mm. they're gonna tell you the truth because they're in business. So like, hey, Eric doesn't need to know, you know, exactly what you know, you know, he wants to yeah. hear. You know, we need to tell him, you know, hey, this cigar is yeah, good, this cigar is bad, I, you know. I don't keep any yes men around me at all. Like if if it's if the cigar if I, if I let somebody try out a sample and it sucks, shit, tell me. Yeah. It's not hurting my feelings. It means I need to go back in the lab and and figure out how to fix it if I can, mm-hmm. or I need to need to come up with a with a different blend and have them roll that. But yeah, yes men have no role with Black Star, Black Star Line at all because that 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 doesn't help the company to grow. You know. No. It, 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 it doesn't it doesn't help at all and then and then if they didn't like it you know y- you need people that will tell you that that can um um articulate why they didn't like it you know because then right. it's like okay so it might not be a bad cigar because okay. i have cigars i don't like you know but i right. can articulate to you why i didn't like them and it just may end up being that's not the cigar in my in my you know my wheelhouse my flavor profile. At least I can tell you yeah. you know it burned good, it drawed good. I you know I had you know notes of this that, but I didn't like the sourness of the habano because I'm not a fan of habano you know or whatever okay. you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, so so yeah, you don't want the yes men you know. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, and, and it's good to be able to take constructive criticism because <laughs> some brand owners cannot take constructive criticism and they get they. <laughs> They, they get mad. They're like, I've been working on this cigar for three years. I'm like, I don't, what, what do you want me to just tell me what you want me to tell you then? That's because you know, they go through yeah. yes men like they go through underwear. Is, yeah. Is what happens yeah. when you're dealing with like they've, like been, that. they've been working on the cigar for three years and then somebody tells them it tastes like burnt plastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. So. It, 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 exactly. Um, so, um, um, we were talking about, you know, uh, the the African-American cigar community, uh, a lot of um, and I, I would probably say, I don't know, for, from from what I see in the industry, I would probably say more than half from what I've seen personally of the new brand owners 
that are coming out are the you know African African American brand owners that are that are coming out. Um, okay. And I, I I've tried not to think about it. You know, it's like like why now? But but it's like, do you have any idea? Is there something going on? Is it easier uh, for a, a, a black cigar, you know, uh, smoker to create a business now, or is it just something else? You know, it's just, um, I, I, I love it. You know, just, I love when any, anybody makes their own cigar, but it just seems like there's a yeah. ton of, of black owned companies coming out. Why, you know, why now? It's more so of the influx of more black people smoking cigars and enjoying them, especially, uh, black women. Uh, that's one of the largest growing <laughs> populations of, of, of people that's smoking out of like anybody right now. Yeah, those ladies um, are amazing. They have yeah. the most amazing accessories. I don't care what anyone yeah. says. <laughs> yeah. I am yeah, yeah. blown away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. I just think it's people loving the leaf. And, and they, they just like with me, they, they want to make a run at being in the industry. Um, it's just some aren't they're not trying to push to the level I'm trying to push to uh, yep. like I have asked I have Drew Estates as, uh, aspirations whereas yep. some some cats just they just want to sell locally and be known as that the local cigar guy or girl you know um, so yeah, it's, it's more so of the like and then the influx of these different weeks that are going on in every every city uh, you got a Orlando Cigar Week. You got the Black Smoke Miami. I mean, it's just there's so many weeks. Houston Cigar Week, and it, it is just in, in Charlotte Cigar Week. You keep going and on and on <laughs> yeah. for different different cities, and that's what's really prompting people to say, "Hey, well, you know, I smoke cigars, so that means I can I can have a company." But they don't know how hard it is. You know, I'm in two cities a month at least, and I do three events in each city that I go to because I'm carried in enough lounges to be able to do that. But it took me it took me a while to get to that point and a lot of mistakes and, and losing money and, and uh, you know, and, and just hardships to figure out exactly how I was supposed to do it. You know, and once I figured it out, then I was like, oh, OK, this is how I do it. And, and the formula works every time I do it, you know. Um, but, you know, a lot, a lot of people, they 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 don't push their brands. Like, There's brands here in Chicago that have been around three times longer than me and i'm way bigger than them already so but they don't K- push K- their brand care K- not i mean how, how many brand owners period do, do we see that they just they don't push their brands they don't do these events and then then they complain i don't know why i'm not getting traction what 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 have you yeah. done what have you yeah. done you know it's just mm-hmm. you know well i i did the these three events in my hometown uh, uh, okay how how far right. how far have you driven? You know, it's it's yeah, it's absolutely and, and, insane. And it, it was, and it was Auntie and all his friends from the block <laughs> that showed up. <laughs> no, so I, of course have, they don't like it. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, now have you been have you been down to Black Smoke, Miami? No, um, I, it, I I don't I don't really do the weeks because I at this point I really don't have to. Um, yeah, it, it's. it's it's like they're like big long parties, and I just yeah. And there's nothing against black smokers; it's all of them. Like when I first came out, I did Atlanta Cigar Week, and I paid good money to be a vendor at this event, and I, you know, a lot of stuff that they promised never happened, and I lost money. You know, going there, and that was a good promotion and all that stuff because a lot of people had never heard because we just came out. A lot of people had never heard of us, so we we got some some fans based off of that. 
But if we're talking dollars and cents, oh, it was it was a complete L. So, yeah. so I I learned from that, and I, I I got bigger doing traditional cutting lights. That's what I do. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a yeah. party guy. You know, you come you you come to one of my events. It's a traditional cutting light where I'm at the table. We talking. You get to know me some. You smoke the blends. We talk some more. We have some drinks. And then you go home. Yeah. So, that's 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 my lane. I, all the, the the party and rah rah loud music. I can't do it. It's, yeah, it's yeah. We we like the smaller cutting lights. We did Black Smoke Miami years ago, and they got Jessica mm-hmm. fucked up drunk. Uh, <laughs> feeding. It was a party, and uh, it was amazing. But yeah, but we we had we had a blast, and that, and that was. It, it, yeah. And that, and that was our first. That was our first introduction into. Um, uh, the African American women, you know, and uh, and we okay. were so we were so blown away by these by these queens just smoking and 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 like not not just smoking to smoke a cigar, they know their shit. Well, but for like, me, like, oh, the palettes are good. Yeah, yeah, but for me as a woman, just kind of really getting started in the cigar community, that like I loved it because I hadn't really yeah. been like. It, I, it was it's different like when we would go out it was mostly like guys smoking i didn't see a lot of women so going there was like heaven for me because there was i was just surrounded by women and it was yeah. just such a cool experience for me on that level as well and uh but yeah, yeah. their accessories are fucking ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> but i love when women come to my events because it, it, it's, it's it's different it's not like it's just like uh the, the quote-unquote old boys club you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's becoming not diverse in color, but it's also diverse in gender as well. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah. it's dope to me because, it, and then a lot of women that actually like smoke, they're not just smoking like acids or, or right. infused stuff. They actually smoke like non-infused stuff. They got great palates, you know, so yeah. they can pick up all the notes. They pick up a lot of stuff that guys won't pick up. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that and, they, uh, and 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 the women in general, when when we when we go to these events, these these cut and lights, you know, the we see that the gentlemen will come up and they'll, you know, like, oh, hey, just tell me about this cigar, okay, I'll take it. They cut it, light it, they go back down and sit down. But the women, like they, you better be on your A game when you're at a cut and light with some of these women because they want to know everything. Like like the, yeah. the women are really becoming cigar nerds. Like they they yeah. want to know every, you know cigar aficionados. Yeah. Um, they oh, yeah. they want to know every everything about you know about the cigar and uh and and we love mm-hmm. it you know we, we we love you know hanging out with 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 the women and um and but like you said and Jessica Jessica's got a better palate than I do hands down <laughs> she she picks out mm-hmm. way more notes and um but she diversifies you know her palate a lot more right you know I, which I, I which I, I find that with women well you know uh, us guys you know will. You know, in general, stick to what we know. You know, uh, from yeah. from uh, from the big manufacturers, but you know, the women that are getting into it, they want to try every boutique cigar company out there. Well, yeah. I also you know? like yeah, supporting yeah. people. Yeah, you know, that's like a huge passion mm. of mine as well. So when I find like uh, a cigar company that should see they're starting out, or you know, they're pretty smaller based, I feel like they're putting passion into those cigars, so I want to try them. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, they're going to be mm-hmm. good cigars. I mean, I would think yeah. that they would want them to be great since they're small and they're just starting out. You only got one shot. Yeah, very similar to craft beer, you know, yeah. uh, the craft beer movement. Uh, like I used to drink Heineken and Coronas and Modelos and stuff like that, but now I just drink craft beers because it, it seems like it's this more quality putting it because they're smaller batches and they 
seems like they just put more into it to make the product better. And that's yeah. the same formula that, that I take too. I try to put my heart and soul into the blends to make sure that they're good and, uh, and for the people to love it. Uh, Steve has a question. Okay. Um, I, I didn't see that either. An apple whiskey infused cigar on the black stuff. How did I not, how did I miss that on the, uh, 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 uh you, a bunch you, you of stuff on there. Yeah. You, you, you piqued yeah. Jessica's interest right there. She's I, like, I she, was like, she's like, what now? So she's going to be on the website later, getting some coffee, get some, uh, what, what is the, what is this cigar he's talking about? So I, I do have an infused line. Um, it's apple whiskey, uh, vanilla bourbon, peach cognac, oh. uh, just straight up coffee and then raspberry rum. So I okay. personally don't smoke them, but you know, I have a fan base that loves them. And I, and then the retailers got a, they was like, dude, you got infused cigars? I was like, yeah. And they were like, dude, we want those too. So yeah, they, they go really fast. Yeah, Even I, Benny's is recently talking about they want them too. Oh, mm. I'm telling you, I just got some um, moonshine, apple moonshine infused cigars from Amendola. Yeah. That Jeffrey makes okay. like a short run of them. And oh, yeah. my God. Oh my yeah. god! I've seen I've seen him post that before. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, Jeff's a good dude. I, I, I like Jeff. Yeah, oh, he, he's he, he's, done, he's he's a great guy. Now, are you doing those yourself? Is Agonorsa doing those? Who's doing the uh, the infused? So it's it's Agonorsa tobacco, and I infuse yeah. it here in the house. So uh, oh, okay, I'm like in here, like a like a mad scientist with like a lab coat on and goggles and infused and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, because the, the thing was is I had people early on. I had people come to the events and they were new smokers and they wanted to support me, but they felt like my my regular line was too strong for them. You know, they were scared. So I was just like. I don't smoke infused cigars, but I was like, hey, I'll I'll try my hand at them and see see what it is. And I started infusing cigars and it blew up. You know, so I was like, okay, so they're they're not going away unless the FDA makes them go away. Uh they they won't be going away on my behalf, you know, because they, they sell like crazy. So yeah, they uh I had a retail a new retailer from Pittsburgh had ordered uh like 300 of them. He he texted me and he was like, dude, these are a hit at our lounge. He was like, I'll definitely be ordering more. So yeah, it's it's, it's agonose tobacco and, and I infuse it. It's a okay. long filler, it's not short filler, you know. So so mm -hmm. so right right on. I see Jessica writing that down over there already. I, so I, yeah, it's uh. It's all up here. I got. Yeah. Oh oh for for sure. <laughs> so uh, um uh to 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 wrap things up tonight um you ha you have a couple of MBAs business. I assume you have like a five year goal. You got about two years, 10 months, three days left or so on the, uh, on, on your, <laughs> on your five-year goal. Um, what's, uh, um, I mean, wh where, where do you want to be in the next couple of years? And then like, what do you got, you know, coming out? You, you're working on some new blends. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I got the new blend through LT and the bronze. Uh, I'm bringing out a, a new size of dark wool, which will be a Robusto. Uh, all of that'll be for uh, around PCA time. Um, five years. I, I, I like skipping uh, Mike's uh, 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 their their amount that they're going for for uh, lounges. So I, if I remember right, they just want to stay like right around two hundred lounges or so. Okay. So uh, as far as that they sell to, so I, I would like to be right around there, around the five year mark. Um, we got seventy lounges in two and a half years, roughly. So. You know, we I think we can uh, a lot a lot more people know about us now, so I think we can we can reach that goal by by the five year mark. Um, and then, um, you know, and maybe in five years, uh, maybe uh, I'll take distribution back and run a warehouse myself. Because Lugioni already told me that they 
if I wanted to learn how to run a warehouse and all that stuff, they would they would teach me how to do it. So, cool. you know, I'm looking to get that knowledge and then eventually I'll take the distribution back and I'll do it all myself, just like um, HVC just did recently. Yeah. So. Yep. I, yeah. I, I read about that. So and, and, that, and that's cool that they're willing to honestly take money out of their pocket. They're, they're, they're willing to give up their business model. You know, uh, uh, you know, just to teach you how to, you know, r- run a warehouse. I mean, how how awesome yeah. is that? Another great perk of the of the cigar community. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Oh yeah, it, it's yep, awesome. Yep, yep. So so, care uh, any any more uh, questions? Anything uh, for uh, for Eric to to wrap no, things up for uh, tonight? I appreciate you spending some time with us and getting to learn a little bit more about you and your company and all the success yeah. and you know just keep, yeah, keep doing me. what you're doing, man. It's fantastic. So thank right, you, thank right, you, thank you. Right on. So yeah, um, Eric, thank you once again coming on, spending two hours of your 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 Monday night with us. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a great time. I've been looking forward for it to it for a couple of weeks. So yeah. So right, right on. Thank you, and you have a uh, you have a great evening, man. All right. So uh, um, I wasn't prepared here. I've got to give something away on our, our YouTube channel here. Let me go down and find. The video I've been posting so many TikTok videos lately. Um, I've got to, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. So okay, so it's the uh, uh, the Southern Drawl. So uh, uh, on the U, uh, so while I'm looking at that, everybody start typing in the word cigar. So we got some uh, um, some prize to give away from Corona Cigar tonight. But for the YouTube followers, we're giving away the uh, the, uh, the uh, five pack of uh, or four pack of a. Uh, the, the picadillos. Oh, it's such a. I mean, I just and, finished that. And that was amazing to do. Oh, did yeah. you did you did you finish I, your? Uh, I, I, ha- I have to now go on and do the survey, but I finished doing all my my ratings and my little notes and stuff. And oh my yeah. god, that was really fun. I really yeah, it was pretty cool doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we we I, I had an absolute blast uh, doing it. So so much so much fun. And um, I got I got all mine in. Um, if anybody hasn't gotten theirs yet, um, I believe Robert said uh, in that. Remember that Zoom we were on her uh, yeah. care. He, he's releasing another or the last of the twenty five hundred packs. Um, yeah. So if you go to uh, southerndraw.com, you can find a um, a uh, um, a Southern Draw retailer near you that that may have this. So I have a question me, for uh, Jess. Jess, did yeah. you uh, spread that over a long period of time with the cigars? Did I what? Did you spread out smoking those cigars and evaluating them over a long period of time? I know I did. The, well, I had it for a little while, the pack, and then Kevin kept getting on to me. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. So I did one each day. So I okay. did it in four days. Yeah. I, I, I did it. I tried to do it around the same time and was like a cup of coffee. But mm-hmm. the last cigar, I actually did it like later in the afternoon. And uh, drank it with actually a, a zero sugar root beer, which was freaking amazing with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. even know why. It, t- it just the, the pairing was so good. But I was trying that. to pretty much pair it with coffee. You know, yeah. I was trying to, to really, you know, or what, you know, I was going to either just drink water or do coffee because I really wanted to just really evaluate the cigar. Yeah. But, no, yeah. I did the same yeah. thing. I, I When I do those things, I kind of got to sit down and get it all done. And like you said, same time, same pairing. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's what I did. I try to do it, you know, um, pretty consistently over a, a couple of days. Yeah. Um, so um, um, it's time for the, uh, the Tapping Ash and Taking Names giveaway presented by uh, Amendola Family Cigars. So let me uh, uh, share this screen before we uh, before we wrap up for, for tonight. Um, let's see the, the giveaway tool. 
Are you doing the same thing with the silent green, Jess? I I did. I finished that. Now I have to go vote. I did the same thing where I pretty much kind of tried to smoke them each day. Um, and I'll tell you, I'm surprised at like my decision. <laughs> I was actually surprised at my decision of which one was my favorite. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and Graham's Graham's was interesting. Oh, Philip. No, Philip. Philip. Philip just won, so Philip oh. cannot draw. Oh. Congratulations, Philip. You yeah. Get yeah the, so uh, grease the skids for the real winner. <laughs> yes. So uh, David Ramsey. So David, uh, uh, Kevin at uh, cigarprop.com. Shoot me in a uh, uh, an email, and we will definitely um, um, get that uh, uh, get that prize pack out to you. Um, uh, thank you very much for everybody tuning in for tonight. Next week, um, we actually just had our guest uh, uh, cancel for next week. So um, uh, we've got something that that might be cool in the works as long as Jessica gives me the okay to to do it. So um, um, uh, maybe uh, uh, later on in the week we'll be hearing I'm already uh, sweating. Uh, uh, hear, he yeah, yeah, hearing <laughs> about that. Um, make sure you're following Cigar Prop producer Jessica Caraviahante of Stogie Road Cigars on all the social medias. Links are in the show notes below. Um, Eric Black Star Line Cigars. All the links are in the show notes below. You don't have to remember any websites. Just look in the show notes. If you're watching tonight, listening on the podcast in the future, all of his social media links, the, uh, uh, the links to the website, everything is in uh, the show notes uh, down below. Once again, we want to thank all of our partners for supporting the show. Um, once again, we really, really can't make this happen without them each and every week. So thank you to J.C. Newman Cigars, Cigar Medics, Amendola Cigars. We are the muscle. Excelsior Tobacco, makers of the Doña Lydia. GTO Cigars, those who know, smoke GTO. Corona Cigar, and of course, Drew Estate and Experience Acid. And so everybody know the, uh, the Silent Green Buddy Bundle, uh, cigar prop, uh, uh, Stogie Road Cigar collaboration with Sinistro Cigars, the first cigar ever to have Candela in the filler, is still available on the VSR Cigar Fam website. Link in the show notes down below. And going fast, going yeah. going fast. Care anything you'd like to leave our uh, uh, viewers with tonight? Life is short. Grab yourself a buddy pack and enjoy a cigar. All right, we'll see everybody next week. <laughs>